0: It's Indianapolis 30. Do you have any test operations restricted area 2508? Aries 31, Roger. The traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, over. Roger, Aries 31. Continue to stand at your discretion, over. Okay, Senator. The traffic is approaching head on, alter right, and really moving. They're right
1: by us right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot.
2: This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Mac Maloney's Military x show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight. But first, let me introduce you to the members of the posse. Girls, get ready. God, I can say this in my sleep now. Girls, get ready. Sit yourself down. Get your mister. Get your fan. Get your big box of Kleenex and your extra big Box of wives because you know who was here. The very famous Juan Juan.
3: Hello, Mike. Hello, girls. Welcome to the show. Max, good to talk to you. T- I did. <laughs> good to talk to <laughs> you. <laughs> Mac, Mike. Oh, Remember that show, Mac and Meyer <laughs> for Hire? Remember that one? We yeah, were talking sure. about old. Uh, <laughs> I knew we'd go
2: down that road. <laughs> well, wow, that's a long <laughs> that's time there,
3: there were two construction okay. guys, was- weren't they?
2: Yeah. XXXVVYY. Aye, aye. So yes, uh, how are you, being, Mac? Uh, good to on, good to be with you, and
3: good to be here, and good to be anywhere, as a matter of fact. And welcome to the show, ladies yep. and gentlemen. It's a beautiful thing.
2: We should tell people that we uh, off here. We just had a uh, involved discussion about um, Rolling Stones underwear. We you.
3: did. I'm still looking for it on the website that I was given by uh, the lovely and talented Raven. Okay,
2: the search goes on. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's move up the totem pole uh mils gilson gg Gilfs, you can rejoice because joining us tonight is the equally famous well they know him as coco on the street but we know him as commander cobra coco how you doing
4: good evening sir and i just like to add that uh, mike the knife doesn't have the same ring as mac the knife no I'm, I'm not sure great. where that came That's from true. and rolling i truly jj would be the face of rolling stones underwear well i can see that whole ad campaign right off the bat And I did notice that on the uh, screen, on my LCD screen here of the show, the Command Network, it looked like one of our uh, hosts may have thrown up in her mouth a little bit.
2: No. So I'm not
4: sure what that was about. Who's Witchy? No, I Let's go.
2: Let's go. What? I don't want to say further (laughs) up the tone, Paul. Let's say further away from uh, Ground Zero is a national correspondent up there in Battle Creek, Michigan, the Battle Creek of the Republic, home of the Flakes. Switchblade Steve Ward, Switchy.
5: It is great to be here tonight. Yes, okay. good to
2: see you, Switch. And how are you doing?
5: I am, I am beyond wonderful, man. I'm sure you Name are. Name of the bio.
2: Okay, all right. Hair looks good, kinda. Okay,
5: Pat is yeah, miss, on the. Uh, uh, I miss side. Willie Club uh, making comments on my uh, hair.
2: He's on a secret mission, a really secret mission. But he'll be with us next week, and you can make fun of him all you want. Now listen. I don't want to say how old you are, but it looks like you have a attack of acne there, my friend. What are those pimples all over your face?
5: No, those are mosquitoes. <laughs> it, we, really? Got mosquitoes here like we have in maybe wow. a decade.
3: Hmm. Wow, global you know, this warming. Is, this is radio, but uh, no, we're in the Zoom a session lot of rain. here. Look, they big? Are they big? terrible?
5: Are they bigger than usual? No, they're just very enthusiastic.
2: Yeah, okay, that's all you need is enthusiastic mosquitoes. But look. Uh, Let's really move up the food chain now. The beauty among the beasts. Our favorite, good witch, up there in, keep saying it, upstate New York, Raven. Oh, good friend Raven. How are you doing tonight, Raven?
6: Hi, my friends. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. We
2: should clap for her. Oh,
6: you don't have to do that.
2: Yes, we do. I'm not that (laughs) fancy. Oh, we got to be a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you doing tonight? It's a bun night, obviously.
6: The bun night, yeah, uh-huh. I'm good. You know, okay. just doing my thing.
2: Okay, last week it was kind of a Xena look. I went back and looked at the tapes. All right.
6: Yeah, it was. I I had that going on today, and I had to switch it to a bun because wow, I looked like somebody just let me out of the third floor at the hospital, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I probably should have been locked back up. I'm. I don't know how they let me into the building at work today.
7: I'd just oh. like to
4: throw a quick public service announcement to all our fans who are on the third and ninth floors of respective say. hospitals. That was not meant as a slam. <laughs> so I was going to say, what's on the third floor? The Certainly lounge? Certainly wasn't. The Byron Lounge?
6: The lounge, yep. And it's I the, think there's a music floor there. Lounge and the gaming really?
3: room, yeah. The gaming yeah. room. That would
2: be a groovy hospital if the third floor Pool was tables. like a bar and a little music, a little dance hall. Be cool.
3: Thanks, Cobra, for that disclaimer. So, that was right. very appropriate. Yes,
6: yeah. thank you.
2: Third and ninth floor, we're sorry, we're, no matter where you are. So listen, tonight is a special night, and I'll tell you why. Uh, we're going to be talking about cops and UFOs. It seems that like cops, policemen, and UFOs come into contact a lot of times, because a lot of times when people see a UFO, the first thing they do is, you know, call cops. So there's a lot of stories out there about um, police interacting with UFOs and stuff. We're going to be talking about them uh, tonight, and we're also going to have our authentic cop on with us, a good friend. Jocko Johnson will be calling, 10 years in the NYPD, he's now undercover, down and uh, deep, deep cover, he'll be joining us later on tonight. But it's also a special show because tonight we're going to announce the winners of the second version, the second edition of our World War II Trivia Contest, which we played so far, so long ago, I can't remember when. It's weeks anyway, right?
3: At least about three
6: or four. At least over at least over a week.
7: Yeah,
2: anyway, well, better late than never. So, uh, let me just explain for the uh, newbies. We um, you know, f- several weeks ago we played World War II trivia, and the uh, master ceremonies was our good friend Phil Orbanes, who is the uh, president of Winning Moves, uh, board games. If just Google Winning Moves, they make all the really cool board games, different kinds of risk, different kinds of Monopoly clue the rubik's cube your name at winningmoves.com very interesting company interesting guy he was the master of ceremonies he uh, uh, gave us a bunch of uh, 20 questions somehow uh, i guess i came out on top the last time and uh we asked our listeners to write in um did i win yeah you did i guess i did win right Does, did the game I, wasn't rigged one. either you I won it the first one no yeah you, oh, i th- okay. think you won the second
3: one
6: no, Coco won
2: the second one. He did. No, oh, Coco didn't win the second one. You won no? the first one, Coco, didn't you?
4: I think oh. so. I, I, I don't know, Mac. You know, the secret mission schedule has really thrown off my <laughs> <Yes. the laughs> chronometer so, of uh maximum
2: Someone won. And t- so tonight we're giving away. Um we 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 have the um magic fish bowl, Raven has it, and she's going to be picking the winners. We have uh three runner-ups and then a grand prize winner, okay. The three runner-ups are gonna be getting uh copies of the new Clue. Clue. You remember Clue? I do. Okay, everybody? Breaking. Okay. Well this yeah. one is in the library the, with the pipe. It's the well, it's the <laughs> Groovy Clue now. Okay. It's like uh Colonel uh Du or something. Colonel Mustard. Yeah, right? Well, it's like uh Grey Poupon now. Yeah, his that was his first name,
4: his baptism great yeah. And you know,
2: <laughs> people sticking people with shivs and stuff, it's you know, really kind of up to date. So anyway. <laughs> The first three runners up will be getting a copy of the new edition of Clue, um, courtesy of Winning Moves, and then uh, top one will be um, getting a um, a rare uh, edition of Risk in Europe, where you play the game Risk, which is cool. It's about world domination, but um, you play it just for Europe. It must be very intense, and it's uh, really nicely put together, a really nice kind of game board uh, game, so um, that'll be our top prize. So without further ado, please... Raven, do you have the magic fishbowl?
6: I have the magic fishbowl, and I'm ready whenever you are. Hmm.
2: Okay, so why don't we uh, start picking up the names, and and um, these will be the uh, first runner-up.
4: Raven, please make sure you get a good sort of the names because there have been complaints in the past. Well, the
2: game—that's true. Now I'm I'm taking from the
4: top or just taking directly from the bottom. Just make sure you mix it up exactly. That's Magic Fishbowl has been
2: hacked in the past, so you know we have got to be prepared for that as well. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. Uh, the first, uh, the four, uh, the third uh, runner-up, third runner-up in the World War II Trivia Contest.
6: Okay, we have Susan Calpilla, oh. a native, uh, a native of Woburn, Woburn, Mass. Woburn,
2: Massachusetts. Let's go. All right. Woburn.
6: Woburn.
3: Woburn. you got it. Coming in that neighborhood,
2: okay, cool. Okay, our next contestant and uh, the World War II trivia contest, uh, games and prizes provided by winningmoves.com. Please, Raven.
6: Next, we have Slam Pam, the South Korean hooker from the Thirsty Dog.
2: Oh, wow, she's getting
7: this one.
2: Act a I'm magic, how dare she act magic fishbowl? <laughs> only one one is laughing, only he was there okay please uh next uh go let's ahead. go to someone who a real runner-up a second runner-up in the world War II trivia contest next
6: we have vic Gaines, big big fan of one one all
2: right there yes, please let's big big fan of one big 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 big, big, games, big, okay. big. okay yeah please uh, dig deeper down into the magic fishbowl
6: deeper down all right here we go ready okay,
2: here we go yep next uh contestant please uh, next winner please
6: Excuse me, sorry. We have Mr. Randy, Switchy's hair system stylist and manager.
2: <laughs> oh, Mr. Randy.
4: It's inside baseball hockey. Baseball he's not allowed baseball. to uh, participate because he yeah. has direct contact with a uh, member of the staff. <laughs> Obviously. Uh,
6: I think Switchy, Switchy should name have known like six that six times.
4: Switchy, is that him or is that a it's, new hairpiece? What is going be a on hairpiece there? Because uh, he's in that's a bad a, position there. That's not good. Okay. Looks like.
2: Say Boris Johnson was getting intimate with you. But anyway, it's an inside joke, please. Uh, Raven, let's get a a legitimate runner up, please, in the Magic Fish. A
6: legitimate runner up. You got it. Um, I have Allison Spinelli from Connecticut.
4: Oh, wow. Connecticut. Right in the UK. All right. There you go. No, a number of Spinellis in Connecticut. Connecticut.
2: There's a backstory to her story, which we will talk about off air. Please, uh, next uh, contestant, please, Raven.
6: Next one we have. Winner. Brian, Coco's gelding horse.
2: Brian, uh, Coco's gelding horse. All also he hacked
4: the I mention. <laughs> yeah, but his name is Teddy. Teddy. So, Teddy. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the who Brian is unless you're trying to break some news to me, then I get a new border that's coming. Oh, I no. sure hope that's not true. No.
2: Well, hats <laughs> off to him. He's still hanging in there
4: oh he is uh he's he well More he's found less... out of electricity he's found out of electricity oh. <laughs> and uh wired the entire pasture up with uh 10 miles worth of uh, fire uh, really? electric fence yes
2: okay let me get this straight let me get this straight okay? wow so you've you've relieved teddy of his man no no he came that
4: way they were he was relieved of his lava okay. that's correct
2: teddy is Relieved of his tool bag, and he's uh, he's in an electrified fence as well.
4: Yes, because Teddy realized that uh, he could uh, kick through the metal fence at will.
2: Really, yeah.
4: And Where's he'd go that? off into the woods. And here's a horse that uh, supposedly has all these problems that you know he can't. Uh, he's got big flat feet. and He's got all these issues. He's yes. climbing. He's climbing rock walls like a uh, alpine goat. <laughs> and uh, when I finally caught him one morning. In the woods, he didn't take too kindly to me to bringing him back to the, uh, really? the pasture. Yes, he threw me into a tree, oh. and then oh climbed onto the stone wall and hopped over another part of the fence. As <laughs> liked, video? Yes, you video yes, of no video, no that? video, no video. But Mrs. Oh, Cobra didn't quite believe this story, Then she had her dealings with him. Huh. And when he uh, gave her some attitude, Mrs. Cobra became Mrs. Alba Edison Cobra, oh, that <laughs> and, and <laughs> wired up this house like a uh, yeah. like a Type um security prison. So They'll
2: teach them. Everybody,
4: everybody's happy, and I have to admit, he's not happy. It was very scary to see the glee in Mrs. Cobra's eye when one of them bit down on the electric fence oh, and boy. got shocked, and she was actually the pleasure in them learning the hard way. Okay. Yeah, I respect on. the woman quite a bit. a little crossed into her. her world. Wow. Okay, yes. No All right. Her. Well, that's fantastic. Daddy, uh, rock on it, Daddy. Good to you. Okay, and, so uh, one, I'll, tell, I'll break it, to Teddy. No risk. We'll we'll stick with checker. Got okay. Stick with checker's a good idea. Okay,
2: <laughs> when we go now back to the magic fishbowl and pick out our next winner in the World War II trivia contest second edition, please write. It.
6: All right, here we go. Wow. We have Mister. Covert from the UK.
2: Mister. Covert from the UK. Wow, oh, that's
4: the international angle.
2: He's going to be winning. The, um, he has won the um, Risk in Europe, which is really a cool set. Uh, Phil was describing it to me over the phone. Really nice, kind of a limited edition, nice thing to have. So Mr. Cobra nice. from the U.K., one of our listeners in the U.K., who we, we, have nice, we haven't, uh, you know, isolated yet. What's the word I'm looking for, that Cobra? So,
4: I'm not um, sure. Okay, good. Thank you. All right. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I just I can't quite We haven't.
3: Zeroed in on them on the yeah. GPS, is that what you're
4: saying? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, to lock like them that. up.
7: What do you, you trying
2: to get here? I should say that we're in the uh, um, in the, an experiment here called Dragon's Milk <clears throat> that Don want gave me. Okay, Uh-oh. it's 11.5 beer, yeah, okay, and I can't handle it apparently, but okay, uh, alienated is the word I was looking for. Alienated, alienated. Yeah. Alien, isolated, alienated. alienated. It's yeah, funny alienated. that I would. Forget that word. Anyway.
4: You know, all those years of us winning uh, charades and uh, word association games, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's come to an end.
2: I guess. I thought uh, you were going to say all those years of us winning wars for them, but you went down another road. So, anyway, if you have a second, you want to talk a little bit about Rush Shop? I mean, literally, like a minute. How are things going with
4: rebuilding the mosquito? Well, we are in Operation Crossbow, which yes. is a major operation that was to defeat the Uh, V1 and V2 weapons of uh, Nazis during World War II, and the magnificent Mosquito played a key role in it as a reconnaissance asset to uh, locate where those launchers were, as well as uh, in the fighter-bomber role of actually putting ordnance down with all the other aircraft involved. So Operation Crossbow is what we're on right now for the People's Mosquito, and Ross is obviously uh, a key member of leading the charge.
3: Okay.
2: So, the plane is actually going to be bombing places in Germany or uh, just in their minds? So, what's
4: the connection? Yeah, you know, crossbow, each uh, year, uh, every nine to 12 months, the People's Mosquito has a new campaign title. And Operation oh, okay. Crossbow is the name of the current one nice. uh, that's on. And uh, this is closing in on fuselages uh, being molded, wing uh, 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 points uh, that are being formed. Yes. And these are small goals that the uh, Program the project When will, it, when will be airborne? When do you think they'll get in the air? I think we're looking at about uh, two years to three years. Right really? Now, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's 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 marching along. It's done tremendous. It's a it's a probably like the show. A very eclectic group of people are involved. Wow. There are people that uh, you know have you know that will never have nothing to do with aviation beyond they've just been attracted to the crowd, and you have complete you know geeks like myself that are completely huh. wrapped around the axle above this airplane so it's it's a great group uh, and you are all members of it uh, yes, obviously yes. and it's I, uh it's i got a, the
2: teddy bear people's yeah. mosquito project just google it people's mosquito project and see what they're up to we plug them every week
4: and That's, i'll tell you if you do uh, you can catch some of ross's incredible blogging and history that he does it's quite a lot in his own yeah writing. yeah
2: yeah interesting guy uh, so anyway, so, okay, so the fun is over. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now? And when we come back, we're going to be talking about um, cops and UFOs. Do you know, how police have interacted with UFOs over the years. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Existence Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this.
1: Do you know where the world's most secret bases are located? Do you know what spooky action at a distance means? Is there a conspiracy by aliens to prevent us from conquering space? And where is the best place in the United States to see a real UFO? Find the answers to all these questions and more in Mac Maloney's new book, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe. Visit places you never knew existed, the Phantom Tunnels of Tokyo, the UFO Trail in South America, Hong's Hat, and the very mysterious M-Triangle. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe contains hundreds of reports on ghosts, haunted planes and ships, weird celebrity deaths, mysterious sounds, and a breakdown of every monster in America, state by state. You've heard him talk about it on the radio. Now, get all of Mac's paranormal research in one large volume, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, with a foreword by the very famous Juan Juan, on sale now in your local bookstore or on Amazon.com.
2: Mac Maloney's Mouth Style Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, let me introduce you to the gang. Very famous Juan Juan is here. Girls. Hello, Mac.
3: Hello, girls. Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Good Did good I catch by surprise you. there? Were you doing something else? I was writing, but, you know, as usual, I was writing something in my notebook. Keeping a diary of everything oh, that really? I do. Oh, Okay. All right. Yep. it's Really? It's for my memoirs. Every thought that you have goes into the Yeah, that I'm going to write my memoirs later on, you know. Oh.
0: To really, be, it's gonna be a bestseller. It's, 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 it's gonna be a movie. Lily James is gonna be in the chicken. movie.
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see now, who are you talking to? Switch. Switch just pointed out. What? Something. It's a journal, or a yeah. guy, a diary for a chick.
3: Oh, it is. So, do you
2: want to rephrase that? Should okay, we, it's yeah, a journal. Rewind right. the tape. Yeah. What's it say about me in that diary you have?
3: Uh, we'll we'll have to discuss that over drinks, <laughs> drinks wow. and food.
2: Holy cow, (laughs) that hurt. Thank you. Uh, Also, uh, Gils Mills and D.D. Gils is here tonight (laughs) making a special appearance. Very famous. uh, Commander
3: Cobra, Coco, how are you doing?
4: Mac, as always a pleasure to be on the wing. Thank you for having me back. Now,
3: Cobra, since you're studying acronyms, (laughs) what what are those acronyms that Mac just recited stand for?
4: Uh Oh, uh, we're not going to go into that. It's uh, top secret,
3: dude. Okay,
4: all right. It's not right. to be discussed. Not okay, really not top okay. secret. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let me just. Um, now that
4: county heard from.
2: Let me just uh, ask you, Coco. Did you get a haircut recently? Just trying to rub it into switch.
4: I did it myself. Uh, you did? Oh, I really? Started. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention hair. Hair. that, but I cut my own hair. It, Would it probably flow it Was it flow <laughs> a phobia? I have. Uh, I have. Um, I have my own set of uh, trimmers and stuff. You know, I used to do it on the chip from the time to time. She is. Yeah. Huh. You know, the... Okay. The skill, you know, that, once when a you year? have people, when you have people uh, stuck on a boat and they want to get a haircut, yeah, come to
2: me. You're the guy. Wow. I'm the guy. What if they want to need a tooth pulled? Do you they go to YouTube? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, we had,
4: uh, we had the uh, medical folks for that. We had the uh, okay. foreman. For that, uh, Interesting. Active. That freaking Navy, man, is great. great. Was it the Navy or the Coast Guard? Coast Guard. Coast Guard. I, I did quite a bit of haircutting on the, uh, on the ship. The
2: fun now You were in the one... Air Force as well. You were in the Air Force as well. I as was. I started yeah. on the
4: Air Force before the Coast Guard. Right.
2: Uh-huh. Which one do you like better which one is the worst
4: uh the worst uh there's no worst
2: no worst. Go ahead. no
4: i i spent time with all uh well i shouldn't say all the branch. i spent time with five of the six branches of the military and, uh-huh. I, and, and I love them all
2: okay I unbelievable all. it's a it's a it's it's like an orgy in a way right
4: one way yeah it is and i'd mm-hmm. say if you want the uh, the best if you were to rate the best of yes. the uh, orgy so, factor, it would be ahead. the Navy. The Navy by far yeah. is the best, and that should really, really make sense. You know, we got two other Navy guys on the show, Navy proper. Sure, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think they would lend the fact that it, it was a big orgy. Thing. Well, the
2: Navy was, knows um, how to have fun, the right? They were the first. Mil- they were the first military service, so they they are yep. like the premier service in this yeah. country, which is kind of you know strange, but that's that's just the facts, and. Um, yeah, interesting. It's the Navy. And uh, I, I remember that someone sent out we got Harry photos um, you know, about a year ago where it just showed it was cut into four and it showed um showed the Air Force guys and they're just partying with with dancing girls. It shows the <laughs> Navy pilots and they're uh, doing you know tail hook and stuff. Tail hook. Then it shows the Marine and he's sleeping in a puddle, and then it shows the <laughs> army guy and he's sleeping in just mud. That <laughs> was and goes, there's the difference between the four services,
4: right? There's actually six Mac. Uh, okay. Just to keep it straight, because it is Coast Guard. Matt Maloney's Military X-Files. Okay. It's Coast Guard services.
2: What's the other one? Space Force? Space Force. Space Force. Man, I want to get that uniform. But anyway, we're cutting into his time, and I can tell he's getting nervous. It's our uh, national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward, switching.
5: Uh, I'm not nervous. I have absolute control. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Was
2: that wine you were drinking uh, You know, earlier, or was it really just mineral water, right? Because hey, he's loaded tonight, man. Holy... He drank that whole bottle.
5: No, no, no. It was just a little bit in the, to the bottom. Oh, okay. We can't, we can't,
2: uh... well, we're trying to paint a picture here, switchy. You gotta yeah. be honest. Okay, listen. That that humming you hear is after every good witch. Raven is with us tonight. Raven, how are you doing?
6: Hi, I'm doing great. Congratulations okay. to all our winners. You guys yes. are all great. You're my best friends. Do Why a don't good we job. Uh,
2: and, and Big Bob is your best friend now too. So you have five my best, best friends. friends and past. you're all
6: my best friends. I have like at least ten. So, Excellent. Listen, this is great.
2: <laughs> well, we have to wait for Club to come back on to uh, read the fan mail. But when it does, it's going to be no kids allowed. Listen, why don't we just uh, <laughs> announce, though, the names of the winners. Uh, they, uh, these are the people who uh, we picked their names out of the Magic fishbowl after we played the uh, World War II Trivia Contest a few weeks ago. And uh, we were playing for certain listeners. And here are the winners. The first three runner-ups actually get the new version of Clue, the hipster version of Clue. Uh, the uh, very famous board game. And the fourth runner-up is a uh, good friend, Susan Capula. I hope I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly. Uh, also, uh, third runner-up is Vic Gaines. A uh, friend, Vic Gaines, who's a big, big wan fan, if I remember, right? Yeah. Have you guys exchanged uh, contact info? Uh, we
3: haven't really. exchanged pleasantries yet, but uh, as soon as I finish writing Gaines, my memoirs, I'm going to have him proofread it. His
2: microphone isn't working. That might be a good thing. Okay, all right. You're open to uh, whatever comes your way, is what you're saying.
3: That's right. Yeah. Okay. I'm a free spirit. Also, you know. Allison
2: Sp- Al- we we know that there, bro. Allison Spinelli uh, is also a first runner-up, and they get uh, the new hipster version of Clue by uh, Winning Moves. Winning Moves is the uh, company that make all these very unusual games, sorts of variations of these games that we grew up with, like Clue risk monopoly they make the rubik's cube and in about 20 other different uh, games that you would uh, you'd recognize what's your favorite they right shoots the and ladders, ladders or, uh, yeah shoots and ladders do they make that ladders. one okay. okay good
3: parcheesi do they make that okay. one
2: parcheesi. parcheesi parcheesi i'm sorry it's like the most boring game in the world
3: i know jump it's fun People jump it's easy money, we all though. like to play parcheesi yeah.
2: Remember? Why don't we play shoots and ladder? For, for I like 50 uh, Chinese marbles. That Is year? that what
3: it was? Chinese marbles? Chinese marbles. Well, now you're. I don't know. Something like it's that. It's called Chinese
2: checkers. Hey, checkers. To keep oh, okay. things, yeah, he's
4: yeah, trying to keep things but, together.
3: But it, okay, you use it's marbles. It's a favorite
4: though. with Teddy and I. You know, after <laughs> we've knocked back a couple of those dragon brews, that act like uh, so, uh, uh, Teddy and I so, will we'll, uh, play Chinese checkers. Really, he has a little uh, trouble with the huff, but, you know, he can indicate what he wants to do. Hey, uh,
2: listen, he's got to hear that. He can be forgiven anything, what he's gone through. So anyway, and then the uh, number one uh, winner of the uh, the grand prize, which was risk in Europe, uh, was a good friend, Covert Man from the UK. Okay, Covert yep. Man from the UK.
4: That's Mister Covert, Mister right? Covert, right? <laughs> right.
2: So yeah, so uh, they'll be uh, winning. We'll be sending out those uh, prizes very soon. I'm sure that Phil will be thrilled that he has to send eleven pounds worth of game to the UK. So, but you
3: know, that crazy. how much it is That's really? A- eleven pounds.
4: Something like that, yeah. 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 It's a quality, it's a quality production. Yeah,
2: it might be six pounds, but you know what's very expensive, I found that is mailing stuff to Canada. What happened? Oh
4: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What happened? Is it
2: just is that kind of new type thing? Or, yeah, I think it's because be just because
4: like... I think it's just some uh, recent political changes and, mm-hmm. and how things have just gone nuts. But uh I was amazed. I sent a books out to Canada and it yeah. cost me more for well, one book to Canada than it did to that went to the
2: yeah, yeah 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 that's okay that's and I,
4: uh i have to a little bit snooty on our canadian uh border folks uh, a little bit snooty uh dealing what? with their uh requirements it used to be no, you know man. wide open have a good time
2: oh they used to uh, wave you in yeah. yeah not so much anymore <laughs> yeah meanwhile you come back in the u.s and they'd pull their guns on you it was kind of yin and yang of uh, international oh, yeah. travel but listen anyway uh before we get jocko on and i guess before we actually do the uh your reports which we have to find out what you have for breakfast and then we're going to have to bring jog possibly hot and you know what that would be like so anyway <laughs> this is the most popular part of our show our show uh most popular part there switchy switchy looks very very uh, astute right now it's the glasses but he looks like this isn't going to be i don't, i got a feeling this isn't going to be like whipped cream and oatmeal or something go ahead please switch what did you have there you go i feel
5: better um uh, did you? If I were to check with the ombudsman, would he tell me that that this was the the most popular part of the show?
2: Yes, this, he would.
5: Or is this hyperbole? A uh,
2: hyperbole, as they say. <laughs> no, nope. people love what Switchy had for breakfast.
5: Okay, here we right. go. Get this ready. morning, right, I good went on. to Denny's Diner. Yes. And oh. And I had two pieces of French toast with two sausage links, two pieces of bacon. Hot nice. black coffee, yep. water, water, and syrup, and butter. Lots of butter. Was <laughs> that
4: all in one cup? No. <laughs> or did you actually put that on some of your? No plates? eggs. They put it in a blender.
5: The butter came with, yes. The hot with the uh, melting with the French toast.
4: Yes. And yes. I had
5: two little things of, uh, of syrup. I only needed one of them. I mean, yep. there's a lot Go of syrup ahead. there. They're not. Did stinted. you take the other
4: one home? No, uh, no. No, I didn't Was actually. I, only,
5: I didn't eat uh, all all the. Uh, I ate. Uh, uh, one full slice and then maybe half the other one.
2: And you left it.
5: Wow, you left it I for the waitresses. Mm, yeah, I gotta go I out.
3: I gotta go out to eat with you, Switch. I can eat in your portion too, and, along with mine. There
4: you go. Yeah, one one. Uh, he goes one one. Loves that because he feels like he doesn't have to pick up the jack. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, exactly. on Now
5: listen. If- if we were to do that, one one, you you wait till I give you the signal and, and let let you know that I'm actually done. Okay. Don't be guessing. Okay. That, oh, he's done. Reach your know oh, No, no, my one floor. one will
4: explain you want that? to you as you look into his eyes across the table. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it'll be that. Or in, in the mirror of the bar, where all the fancy <laughs> alcohol is, and he's working on your mind, and you are done. <laughs> That's and right. And then he'll we to take your whatever it is.
2: Either that, a switch just bombs I, on the, the table. I've got the point now,
4: then now then he, that if done. I. If I'm out with them, I have to get like two orders of French fries or whatever because I know that I have to give up some to one one. It's just well, this, right off the top.
2: I, I know I'm cutting into Jocko's time, and that's like really bad. But let me that's ask you. Bad this. news. So you get two sausages and two bacon. You get
5: well two? At, at Denny's. That's that's kind of the, the, the standard. You can have it any way you want. Yes. But usually they will give you like a, like in a grand slam. You get yes. two, two sausage links and two strips of bacon. Wow. You can have man. all four bacon, all four sausage links. But that's oh, kind see. of the okay. standard way. And i just standard like to elevated.
4: add that that uh, Grand Slam business is a reference to the ballpark, not to any other kind of activities that can be alleged. They listen.
2: You must have been listening earlier. <laughs> anyway, so look, why don't we do this, okay? So that was good. That was good. That, we <laughs> might put music behind that. That was so good there, Switchy. Good for you. And what, what waitress waited on, waited on you?
5: Uh, actually, I, I don't know this young lady's name, oh, but, uh, really? but uh, uh, Michelle and Vanessa both said hi to me.
2: Did they, they both said hi. Okay. Was there any magic, any electricity between you and the new waitress, or was it just
5: Did you leave a good tip? Of
2: well, course. That was the second, that was the next question. How much was this? This was like probably well, with my military
5: discount, it was about ten dollars and fifteen cents. Real, so what'd you cents? leave? What'd
2: you do? Okay. Five
5: bucks. Five bucks. Bu- okay. That's okay.
2: That's good. That's good.
5: That's good. Yes. Well, right. but yeah, it's okay. I don't I don't have to be told it's okay. I know I'm a good person. Hey, listen. You know, hey, when, hey look hey, if listen. it wasn't okay when you, you join this
4: Pantheon, it's all up for a uh, perhaps share, brother. It's you know what all we need here on
5: reps. Zoom? We need you've something like a, a virtual padded room surrounding
2: <laughs> <Okay>. us. <laughs> I actually padded my room today, as it turned out, with the sound damping. So <laughs> you did. That's huh? Another story. So you've been drinking with you've been out with us, switch, you know how it goes.
4: Okay? Yeah, I I I do. Yeah, Mac pays and we drink. Wait right. and, and, then, and then it's switch drives.
2: That might be in the old for the IRS. But look, why don't we do this? And you know, Jocko, I can feel the vibration. Mac the is course.
4: riding on the back of coasters for the IRS, He's you know, dialing. like receipts and stuff. It's great. No, it's right now. it's yeah. so classic. I'm
2: just, I'm just waiting for one of you guys to flip. That's all. So look at why don't we do this? That's it. That'd be a good contest. Who would flip first on mm-hmm. Mac or for the IRS?
4: Oh, there's what? no question about who, who would flip first. Oh, oh. Cool. You? Oh, God, no. no. Okay.
2: Who? Oh. oh, JJ, of course. Oh, come oh, on. Yeah, I'm sorry. All they'd have to do
4: is show him pictures of Lily James or something.
3: Oh man, how yeah. about once
4: they found out, they could start talking about uh, uh, what's the uh, show they loves there. Downtown Abbey,
6: Downtown Girl. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, once they started that, he would be he would be going into stuff. Cue the Downtown Abbey diploma. theme
3: music, please. Was, and then we, when
4: the IRS people got done, he'd ask yeah. to talk to <laughs> Intel people so they could talk about you know the, the Chinese spy lady that you guys ran into and how he tried to stop you and all that. Kind of that was not, was not our thing. fault he yeah. would throw stuff all over the place I mean. that
5: was Petula Clark right uh,
4: oh yeah it was Petula down Clark down. yes yeah. 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 so all the different uh, service Right.
2: yeah yeah Petula Clark so anyway why don't we uh, take a uh, a commercial break now because I see Jocko's in the room and sure. uh, when we come back we'll talk about cops and UFOs okay so you're listening to Back Military Miltre show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network we'll be right back after this
1: UFOs are found in Renaissance art, on ancient coins, and etched on cave walls. They are even reported in the Bible. But more surprising is when UFOs are seen the most, in times of war. Through centuries, thousands of UFO sightings have been made by high-ranking officials, military pilots and ordinary soldiers. Often these fantastic appearances occur at the height of great battles. From World War I to D-Day to Korea, Vietnam, and beyond, military investigators are baffled. Why do UFO sightings spike so drastically during wartime? Could it be mistaken aircraft? Or is someone, or something, looking in on us? In UFOs in Wartime, what they didn't want you to know, Mac Maloney chronicles centuries of these incredible sightings and tries to solve the puzzle of why so many UFOs are seen while humanity is at war. Read about the scare ships, the ghost planes, and the ghost rockets, alien giants in the jungles of Vietnam, UFOs controlling our ICBM bases, dogfights with flying saucers during the Gulf War, and more. 300 pages of unbelievable stories, along with many startling photographs. That's UFOs in wartime: what they didn't want you to know, by Mac Maloney. On sale at your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. <laughs>
2: Welcome to Macaroni's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni. What a show we have you tonight. We're talking about UFOs and cops. UFOs and cops. As it turns out, a lot of UFO reports involve police because, as we said before, when people sometimes see a UFO, the first people they call are uh, the police. Let me introduce you to the gang, okay? Not a cop. The very famous
3: one-one. Hey, I wish I was a cop, though. Cops are cool.
2: You're a policeman of love. How about that? Right? You're a love cop. That's right.
3: Peace and love doctor here. (laughs) Thank you for letting me be on the show. How many
5: arrests would you make a day if you were the love cop?
3: I don't know. I was, you know.
5: In the Kiss a Cop on 34th and Pine.
3: (laughs) I would do that.
2: Sonny Bono wrote that song, by the way. Did you know that, Switchy?
5: I did not know that. Uh, Speaking of
2: Sonny Bono, uh, Kamina Cobra is up there in Maine. He's a big Sonny fan. Coco, how are you doing?
4: I did have a uh, backseat operator uh, in my aircraft that I called Chair because it looked like a young version of Chair. So I guess that could be the really? uh, shared common ground of uh, Sonny Bono. <laughs> uh, huh. I, I, I just want to also add that uh, I can see one one as a love officer versus a peace up
2: Yes, right. Exactly. There I, is a distinction. I love I, I do have
3: that.
4: And if uh if doing certain things was like passing out tickets, well, one one would be the king of the county. All right. you need
3: all you need is love. All you need is love. That's
2: right. And twenty-five bucks.
1: Glad to be on the <laughs> <Fine>. way <wing> back.
2: <laughs> anyway, we have uh let's talk to uh switchblade Steve. We haven't introduced you yet,
5: have we, Switchy? Uh, I don't think so. Earlier oh. in the show you did, but not uh, okay. not this, not this, this segment. Time okay. You're yep.
2: already like Four sausages and a couple of pounds of bacon into the day, correct?
5: <laughs> uh, to be more specific, two sausages and uh-huh. two pieces of bacon.
2: Okay. All right. What'd right. you have for lunch?
3: You were really picking out uh, that sandwich.
2: day, huh? A sandwich. <laughs> a sausage sandwich? Some sliced turkey God, yeah. and
5: uh, sliced up some cheese, put a little mayo on there. and Wow. Uh, yeah.
2: Hmm. Did you put that bad boy in the uh, microwave, melt it down a little bit?
5: Uh, no, I thought about it, but uh, I was in kind of a hurry, so. Okay. You know, you know, not, not a fan
4: yeah. of the mayonnaise. I the was mayonnaise. taking the dog for a walk. My not not a dog Mulligan's.
5: You're adopted by,
2: yeah. Don't uh, do heat up mayonnaise. It's not a good idea. I I,
5: I shared uh, uh, a couple uh, little slices of uh, the sliced turkey with, with the me. dog. Yeah. See, you know,
2: I hate to break this to you, Switchy, but the dog only lets you because you feed him.
7: That's not there's true. No, such, no that's, not true, dog no. Dog, that's not true. I take him, him for
5: walks. I I, I scratch well, him. I comfort him when when there's thunder. Well, <laughs> bad <even> storm. <laughs> yes he gives
6: off a good vibe it's a good dog vibe. Can tell. and when i yeah. when i
5: leave the house he he runs from the the, the door to window to window to watch yes. me leave
2: really yeah oh he's going where's the food see the thing about dogs is when you leave them mm-hmm. they never think you're coming back okay they don't have that Capacity to think, okay, he'll be back. They From someone back. who's never had
4: a dog, it's interesting the insights you have. This is much like your second book on raising children, Mac, that I've enjoyed so much. <laughs> what happened to the first one? They had to take it off the market.
2: Listen, that uh, raising dogs, <laughs> that voice you heard, uh is the very f- lovely Raven. Raven, how are you doing tonight?
6: Hi, I'm doing so good. How are you?
2: You have to be a TV show.
4: Is there, this, is there is there going to like, change the uh, call sign here? Because I heard Raven Raven like Victor Victoria. Is there something going on here that I wasn't? Because I've been away for a while.
2: Well, yeah, not know Raven is such a good name. You you, you want to mention it more than once or twice?
4: I agree. I, I'm yeah. all for it. Raven Raven okay. one one. I like the whole Raven. Right I like there. it too.
2: We've yep. uh, already done a uh, kind of like a quick pass in Raven's room. And as uh, we got Buddha there, we got lots of star. What's that what are those sea uh what do you call those things? Starfish. We got the chakras. That's like a bong, chakras. Man. What chakras. is that bong, man? What's that red thing? Got my bong the...
6: is downstairs. Okay. I have crystals over here with okay. my incense. Mm. Okay, I have my plants, my yes. buddhas, my chakras. I have Jason and Freddie right above me.
4: So uh,
6: it, it's it's a whole thing. Is it okay, Jason
4: sure. versus Freddie? poster or yes. is it oh.
6: really uh, so it's actually a jason i'm sorry not jason and freddie jason Uh-oh. and ash um oh, action well. figures and i no. did um well, i right. did a, a a drawing of them fighting really? and <laughs> yeah. yeah so i have a whole thing
2: i gotta say jason and freddie was sounded a lot better
4: yes yes
2: sir. it's, it's jason seven. and
6: ash yeah
2: it okay. was yeah. ash Who's uh, the from
6: action? uh evil dead Oh, yeah, army of Darkness?
2: it cannot yeah. have what is he? Emer- is he like a blood,
5: you oh, know, Bruce Campbell guy? is a
4: ph- phenomenal. Is that oh, he's absolutely great. phenomenal. Yeah. And he wrote he the, the army movies.
5: of the undead. You, you and cannot not what a wrote.
4: He, wrote he, he was one of the greatest uh, books about being a B actor in Hollywood. Yes, yeah. yes, if Chins, anybody that wants to read his book is well worth it. what's his name? And, what's and Cobra, name?
5: It's called If Chins Could Kill Confessions if Chins could of a B Kill Movie confession. Actor.
4: Yep, great, great book. Yep. Oh, Bruce great Bruce
5: Campbell Blakey. is who Bruce, played uh,
6: him. Bruce Campbell. Uh, There's Ashley... a sequel, too. Williams, that's his name in um, *Evil Dead*. It's okay. a, oh my god, the original stuff. So, the wait, original. Wait, sh- listen to me, you primitive
4: screwheads. This is my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
6: Mr. Raven has a T-shirt that says that that Ridley. I bought him because I'm the best.
2: Oh, you are the
4: coolest wife. <laughs> I also to want to Colbert. point out that her... And Mrs. Kind of... wired the entire compound, and I'm afraid of her, so, she <laughs> has, so always
5: <laughs> <have>. <laughs> Oh,
2: she wired you in
5: too.
3: It's like
2: *Stylock* 13 up there. Evil now.
5: in S mark. He's, he says, Listen. the name's Ash Housewares. Okay. Doc Smart Shop S-Smart.
0: Listen, <laughs> let
2: me ask you something. Do you really want an NYPD cop mad at you? Because we haven't Never. introduced him yet. Down I'm there.
0: Not, I'm not mad. You guys take your time. I'm here. Down
2: there in <laughs> is a good friend, Jocko Johnson. Come on, let's give it up.
6: Hey, Hi, Jocko. Hey, guys
0: your girls. <laughs> Thanks
6: for putting up with us. <laughs>
0: How you I doing? Got, I got no place else to be. I'm oh, <laughs> come on. That's what hey, all the I'm famous people say. Putting up. You know, I'm right here. <laughs> all right. How are you doing there? Everything okay? Uh, hanging in.
2: Yeah, good. I've been, okay. I've been better. Really? Well, who hasn't? Hey, look, you were on the NYPD for like 10 years. The 80s, right? The 80s? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. All right. And I ask this all the time. How many hippies did you beat up in those 10 years? <laughs> no, I'm gonna,
0: absolutely I, none.
2: None. none that's okay stick Sorry. with that story hey i, I right. want to
0: throw in that
4: uh, Jocko's a little bit modest on this but uh, he went out on a uh, on a medical before he took his undercover assignments that he's been working hey. and and the other work that he's done because he was out there on the front lines doing the doing the deed and, right uh, he uh he took uh, some pretty hard hits so it's important to realize that when folks listen. Oh, what's this ten-year business? That's because yeah. he was on the front lines, and he uh, he's got the scars to prove it. There you go.
2: You want well, to show them to
0: us, or do you wait on me till we're a TV I show? One oh. here. On my wrist. <laughs> wow! I I really think Over this. Here, it, it, it really first does. Of all, <laughs> first of all, <laughs>
4: I've got I have Raven who's getting closer to the screen to see it. And it's amazing. And, I, you know, I always feel like it should be on a uh, pay-per-view
0: channel. I can't like bend now. my arm that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank oh, God you
4: gave us the description. Oh, all
0: I could <laughs> say is it was a good thing they taught us to shoot with both hands. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, ready, so. Sure.
2: Okay. I'm glad I asked for that. Jocko. Is yes. that why they call you Jocko? I guess so. Okay. So listen, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk about cops and UFOs. Because it turns out, as we said before, just a lot of UFO, interesting UFO reports involve the police, and uh, it's kind of natural because I think a lot of people just call the cops when they see a UFO. The very, the very famous Exeter incident. Okay, yep. that that basically is such a good uh, story because there are police involved. Basically, a guy was you know um, hitchhiking uh, very close to where we do the show, and he just saw this thing hovering over a, a farmhouse, and um, you know he kind of freaked out people call the cops and on him and the cops show up and they see this thing too. And they're just, you know, kind of like uh, witnesses, you know, just accidental witnesses. And, and there's a lot of stories like that. And that's what makes that, it, it makes it uh, so compelling. And, and makes you want to believe it because the cops don't want to report UFOs. That's the last thing they want to do. Um, and the good witnesses, because they've seen it all, right, Jocko? You've seen it
0: all, right? Well, you know what it is, and a lot of people, it aggravates me a little bit because you know they say, like, well, why do we have to believe this guy just because he's a cop? Well, Go yeah, ahead. because we're trained observers, you know. Yes. When I went and took the civil service exam, the first uh-huh. test, you walk into the room, they hand out these papers, and they were little like pictures and mug shots, and then it was a story about something that had occurred, <laughs> right? Yes. And they they maybe let us look at it for like three minutes. They took it back and said, "Okay, now let's go on with the test." And uh-huh. they handed out the papers. You know, it was multiple guests and a couple of essay things. And then uh-huh. get to about halfway through, and they said, "Okay, everybody, put your pencils down." Uh, those first things we showed you, I'm gonna have some questions. Hand out a sheet. I'm gonna ask. Them oh, man. We didn't have them. Yes. Was what, what the guy looked like? How tall was he? What was he wearing? Where, where Wow. Was he wearing? That's and the first thing.
3: That's pretty well, good. This is
0: before you even pass the test. Yeah. So they want them to know if we're somebody who, you know, people who kind of absorb stuff, you know? Yep. Go into the 7 Eleven. A lot of people don't know what that little thing is on the doorway. The little colors and numbers. Oh, if okay. you're a little height. Sure. Yeah. What is it? the, it's, you know, when you walk out the door in a 7 Eleven and then all these places like, you know, gas stations. Go ahead. Convenience stores. They have yes. that that tape on the door like uh long well, oh yeah yeah colors, like metal tape. numbers yep right and yep. it's got numbers on it and colors and that's for the uh, people who work there because and you know if somebody was in there they could get an idea how tall this guy was real oh wow huh that's what they're for. Oh,
6: huh? I can't go and rob the corner store tonight.
0: Yeah. Great. If, you you do, if you do if you do, it's just crouch. Okay. Yeah.
4: yeah. We're
0: yeah. a, a moo. A we're a platform moo and slouch. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's but, ticket. It's,
4: you, it's you know, just,
0: people sucks. people come up with this thing where, you know, why do we have to listen to the cops? Well, a lot of them were in the military, you know, we're trained. And when we were in the academy, they would do these exercises all the time. And right. like the sergeant would stop the class because somebody was at the door and they would say something to him, hand him a message, whatever and leave. And halfway through the class, he'd say, okay, what just happened 30 minutes ago?
2: Yeah, you could see if you're a good witness, right? Right,
0: And we would do it with the radio, descriptions. Sometimes we start at one end and get to the other, and by the time it went through 50 people, we were ordering bagels, and we got pizza. (laughs) 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 Well, look,
2: UFOs and cops. UFOs and
0: cops. Okay?
2: Switchy, you must have a story about UFOs and cops. I do. Okay.
5: This goes back to the this, the UFO Bigfoot wave in Pennsylvania, uh, Southwest Pennsylvania, 1973, 1974. Uh, There's all kinds of bizarre st- stuff that was happening. Uh, Stan Gordon, uh, researcher Stan Gordon. I've been reading his stuff since the mid '70s. Uh, he had a, an actually a, gr- a group that was on the scene. They were uh, they, they get, got so well known by the uh, the state police that they would uh, refer. His group to different uh, sightings and so forth, so they didn't have to actually go and, and you know talk to everybody about their UFO sighting. But there was a whole wave of strange events, and this one started uh, at well at ten p.m. on uh, October 25th, seventy-three, and again southwest Pennsylvania. Uh, Stan Gordon got a call from a state trooper, and this was from the Uniontown barracks in Fayette County, and the incident actually took place a little bit earlier at uh, nine p.m. And uh, so uh, Gordon organized his team. He, uh, uh, the, the trooper set it up so that uh, they, they couldn't interview the trooper until the next day. But they set it up so they could uh, uh, interview the 22-year-old the 22 22 year uh, witness, who they call Steve, not his real name. And uh, he had a, had a really good team. He had George Lutz was a former Air Force pilot and officer uh, and a physics teacher. They had a photographer, a radiation defense officer and some other people so they they meet uh, Steve at the uh at the mall he takes them out to the farm this is his uh, dad's farm in a rural area of Pennsylvania and what happened was about 9 p.m it started where they saw this large red round object and it was low in the sky about 15 people saw this said it was roughly 100 feet in diameter made these loud whirring noises just like something out of a science fiction movie and uh But they also heard another noise, and it was like a a mournful sound, almost like a a baby crying. And they couldn't identify where that was coming from at first. Now, this thing seemed to land. They couldn't tell if it actually landed or if it was just above the ground. And uh, uh, Steve and two other kids broke off from everybody to get a better look. And uh, now the object had returned white and looked more like a dome sitting on the ground, but it was all lit up. Couldn't really tell if it was a metallic object or not. Um, And it was about uh, 100 feet in diameter. Uh, The the sound was definitely coming from this dome. They also, there was a smell like burning rubber. Now there was a fence line about 75 feet away and and the fence itself was about six feet tall. And there were two figures in the dark walking along the fence line toward them. And at first he thought maybe they're bears but then as he got a better look, they were, they could tell by the, the, the height of the fence, one was about eight foot tall, one was about seven foot tall. They were sort of ape-like Bigfoot creatures, brownish-gray fur. They had extremely long arms that went down past their knees, and they had green glowing eyes, which is kind of, I mean, these are strange-looking Bigfoots anyway. Normally, these kind of strange cryptids seem to have red glowing eyes for some reason said the eyes were, <clears throat> were probably about the size of 50-cent pieces. Uh, their movements are very rigid. Now, he had a thirty out 6 with him. The first thing he shot was a tracer bullet. He shot over them, and they kind of turned their, their head toward him, and he got a, a pretty good look at their eyes, which was pretty creepy. The second tracer, the one, the taller one, seemed to reach out as if it was trying to grab it. And the the creature made kind of a, a, a weird whining noise. And... Uh, and then he started shooting at them. He knows he, he shot it about three times. He, he's sure he hit it at least once. At the to- moment he hit it, this brilliant dome completely winked out like it wasn't even there, like a light switch. And maybe it wasn't really there. Maybe it was a projection or something, who knows. Um, now there was a glowing area, a circular glowing area left on the ground. Uh, now, in, in, in the meantime, uh, somebody they called a state trooper in. And he showed up on the scene and he, you know, explained what they couldn't see the creatures at the time the the trooper showed up, uh, but uh, the guy told him, Steve told him that uh, there's this lit up circular area on the ground. And so at first he thought that it was the headlights from his car that was doing it. He killed the lights. And this, this glowing light is still there for a a period of time. Um, And then they start hearing these loud footsteps and something crashing through the woods and then it seems to hit the fence i mean they're assuming it's one of these creatures coming back at them and he went uh, he got permission from the uh, police officer to shoot at it again and uh that's when it, it charged the fence again and then they thought <laughs> they're neither one of them wanted to be heroes so they got the hell out of there they really didn't know what they were dealing with hmm. and suddenly one of the the uh, uh, uh the nearby farmhouse starts glowing like there's a light all around it and then it it winks out the dog his dog kept acting strange like it was seeing something that wasn't there it would advance a little bit and stop and it was was focused straight ahead and it looked like it was trailing something invisible but it had enough and it took off <laughs> the dog well now, not exactly last go ahead so so anyway that's that's the story now th- then then later on uh, that's when, after that, Steve met with Gordon and his team, and they went back, and he showed Gordon and everybody, uh, the, I guess the, the circular area, the lit-up area was gone, but he, it described everything that was going on. But then, this guy starts to act strange. He starts to rub his face. He's it's like he's having some kind of spell, and he starts to breathe heavily, and all of a sudden, he bellows out this large growl, more animal-like. And uh, actually, that's when the dog took off. Yes. that incorrect. I would have taken but, off. But dogs, listen, you know, dogs—they know when to look for food and when yes. to get the hell out of there. They know so, when to leave. And this guy's father was there, and he's freaking out. He's thinking, "My God, what's happening to my son?" And then he 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 growls a couple more times, I like this going So they're they're giving this guy room.
4: Yeah, it's and, like JJ at a park.
5: Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, a couple of the uh, the researchers they started to feel ill. And one of them said he was about to faint. So and then they have that the, they, they had this horrible sulfur smell uh oh. come up. Now that's usually bad news, whether you're in a haunted house yes. or there's a, a alien craft, whatever the hell it was, not not good. to smell always sulfur. sulfur. Always with yes. the sulfur. And uh, so the, the the guy was out of it. He kind of uh, was laying on the ground, he was trying to, it's like he was trying to warn them. That something was still in the area and they were in danger so they they got him and everybody went out of the field they picked up his glasses at one point that had fallen off yes. and he looks at them and he says who do these belong to and they said well they're yours and he he said well i can see perfectly right now yeah. so he had perfect vision supposedly at that moment okay now uh later on there's another figure in in all this dr Bertold schwartz who uh, wrote a book called UFO Dynamics? He describes this incident in there. He's uh, somebody that Stan Gordon called in later on to. Uh, to uh, he was a psychiatrist, and so he kind of uh, uh, checked out the guy later on. Yes. And and what they found out was this guy, a, a Schwartz that he had. This guy had some kind of a feud because he did not remember anything that happened in that field. He remembered about the seeing the creatures, shooting at them, the strange light and the globe and everything, but when he was growling and acting up, that was gone. But what he remembered was he had a vision. He saw a man with a scythe and a hood. Yes. And he was warning him about the future, that if we didn't change our ways, we were going to be in trouble.
4: Well, it sounded oh, like he was oh, in
5: trouble man. right then. Yes. Um, so, and then at, in another time, later in the future, he, this guy had a vision of the world burning. And he, he was somebody that never, ever had any kind of paranormal uh, uh, reaction to anything. Yes. Uh, didn't really even believe it. But then he started having uh, visions of, like, uh, of uh, like a plane crash and it happened. Uh, so um, there, there were just several things that he was able to predict. And he didn't want to have anything to do with this. Right. Um, and then... So uh, Stan originally they wanted, they thought, well, we'd like to put this guy under regressive hypnosis. Yes. But then they thought, with this reaction that he had, we just better stay away for a long time. They didn't want to hear him, see him growling again? Well, years later, they talked about it and they thought, well, you know, maybe maybe we could do it now. So they went to him and he looks puzzled and he says, what do you mean you guys came back two weeks later and did that? (laughs) Two weeks later, a man dressed uh, in plain clothes, and another man dressed like an air force officer came to him and implying that they were connected somehow with stan gordon's team (laughs) so they put him under hypnosis said we'll get back to you with the results he said they showed him photographs of ufos and bigfoot type creatures to ask him if any of these resembled what he had seen wow and so they had this discussion and they (laughs) left and of course he never heard. Listen, let me ask it.
2: you, I got two questions. Uh, yes. were they drinking dragon's milk at the time, either one of these people?
5: I, I, I think that uh after the incident they probably would have been begging to yes, drink right. dragon's milk. So because but of, but, but, nice. but this was there was let's give me one other brief incident. Uh, there was a woman that uh in the midst of all this this I don't remember the exact year, but uh it was it was, it was 74, uh February 74. Uh She hears this commotion out the her porch. And, you know, all kinds of UFOs, Bigfoot stuff has been going on, but she's not paying any attention to it. And she sees this thing on the porch. She's never heard of a Bigfoot before. She describes this thing as a big, giant gorilla. It lifts its hands up over its head. And she she thinks it's uh, uh, dogs getting into her trash again. And she's ready. She's got a a loaded shotgun. (laughs) She blasts this thing dead center, and it disappears in a flash of light.
2: Oh no! There are yeah, there, there are there are stories no, of like no. Bigfoot's kind of getting into kind of paranormal stuff, disappearing and appearing at certain places and stuff like that. Listen, I do have a second question though. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into Raven's life. You ready? Ready? We might put music behind this. Raven, have you ever thought of being a cop?
6: Yeah, actually, Did I have. You,
2: I knew it. Go ahead, tell us, yeah. please.
6: I just feel like I could get in people's faces and bother them enough to.
4: Detective you know, Raven. Know yeah. Yes. And there's no reason to be the good cop when You're Detective to Raven's to be a around. You don't need a good cop. I
6: mean, cop. I feel like I would be bad cop.
4: Okay. What do you mean?
2: Oh, you'd be the bad I, cop, sure. Yeah. You'd be the naughty oh, yeah. cop. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh, or that. Oh, Coco. Yeah. That's One time.
6: I had a Halloween costume. It was it was the best. Well, the second best Halloween costume I no. CC on. know this? No, no,
7: no, no, hang no, no, on. no, 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 no. Hang I, on. no, no, no. Hang on. I,
6: I did. I did a naughty janitor because everyone wait. always does a naughty, naughty maid. Janitor. The janitors get left out. That's true. So I did true. that. I've never done the cop version. But I had a better Halloween costume, but I can't say it on air because it is sure you so can. We can
2: cut it out. We'll cut it out. Go ahead. Nobody to you listen.
6: have to cut it out. Right, you yeah, literally
4: don't, have to. Raven,
2: go don't go there. Right, no. We'll it's, distort it Cocoa. a little bit.
3: We'll mute you. We won't cut it. We'll distort it's, it a little
6: it's bit. It's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tell
2: it's, us. You got photos, so we'll you be
6: have the
3: photos judge of to prove it. I
2: right, let us. We'll get a baby steps. Baby steps. Okay, let me check the time. So
6: steps. So I had this that I was dating, Okay. and we thought it would be <laughs> <is> so bad. <laughs> we had the great idea of doing, um, <clears throat> in so many words, a oh, and a
7: okay.
6: but I dressed up, I dressed up as uh, all right, we're and gonna have my, to.
3: Yeah, you
6: that gotta work. cut it out. Yeah,
3: we'll, we will take. You
6: gotta out. cut it out. Okay, it's we'll so cut, bad.
3: We'll cut that out. <laughs>
5: yeah.
6: But it was yeah. one of the. I want a prize for it.
3: Oh, well,
5: I sure <laughs> you, kind of you did? How <laughs> you go? <going>? <laughs> <gonna laughs> Ones. I have a. I have a question about the naughty janitor.
2: <laughs> yeah, then you, let's get back to that. It's
4: <laughs> it or what? <laughs> 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 no. Wow. <laughs> There's the. cop jumping in. Wow. But but
5: I have a question about the naughty janitor. Did you have a plunger? <laughs>
6: no i didn't Andre. actually i had um a that spray a bottle thing. of bleach and gloves and then a thousand keys
2: keys yeah a lot of keys on the on the on the on the, the belt or I'm something dead. and that was it and you would dress, okay and so you address like a when you say uh, i can't ask that the bleach no, was sorry. a weapon That's,
3: squirted okay. in people's eyes
2: so anyway <laughs> who are you looking at so Shh. you would be a cop you would i could see you being the bad cop definitely the bad afraid oh, to be the, the good guy. cop God. Get her in, go and go, then they yeah. go to Jock and jug will go, Hey, listen, Great you want a team. coke want
6: a or it could or just something?
0: be <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind Bad cop, her.
6: Bad cop. <laughs> who cares? Bad cop, <laughs> bad cop. Yeah, yeah. We gotta, gotta get, get answers.
0: answers. Let me get just smoke before she killed. Yeah, you yeah. I'm, have smoke. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna leave.
5: So switchy,
2: <laughs> switchy, wow. So what is so the guy growling and did he ever get over that? Or um? Yeah,
5: yeah, he did. He just had these strange psychic uh, attacks I mean not attacks but visions occasionally. They but they even had uh there was an incident where Uh, In quotes, men, when we talk about men in black, we talk about uh, them in a generic sense. They're not necessarily wearing black suits and wearing fedoras. But there was a woman that witnessed a guy uh, purposely destroy a Bigfoot footprint. And uh, there was a guy that had taken a photograph of it, a kid there with a Polaroid. And the guy grabbed his uh, photograph and ripped it up and took off in his car. So he's actually, you know, like we hear about the men in black destroying and confiscating UFO evidence. This guy actually confiscated and destroyed uh, alleged Bigfoot evidence.
2: Here's here's the reason I believe in Bigfoot, Ready? Because way before finding Bigfoot and leaving out Big Macs from and all that kind of stuff, I think it was National (laughs) Geographic actually did, you know, like a kind of episode that you'd really kind of look into it as much as a, uh, National Geographic could do. This is going back like 20 years, anyone. Anyway. So they go with this guy. He's a Bigfoot hunter. And they, and they go up in the, you know, northwest. And, and they walk two and a half hours into the woods. Two and a half hours. So they're deep in the woods. And they go to the stream. And there's like several Bigfoot footprints. And you think, well, who would hoax this? Who would walk two and a half? Yeah, if I'm going to hoax Bigfoot, It'd be the stream next to the road. You know what I mean? I'm not going to walk two and a half miles into the woods. What else could they be? You know, who would they you know, They can't be a hoax. They can't be a hoax. But I'm,
5: uh, I'm, I'm happy to explain that.
0: I'm happy to explain that because 20 years ago, Raven wouldn't even have known she'd been about one year old. So you had a, He'd be a minus she'd one. Be
2: yeah. Yeah. We have a big there was a raging controversy about Raven's age because people will write in,
0: you know, we're ageless. Let's leave it at
4: that. Ravens, Let's just true. viewing okay. along. We don't need to get ourselves into any kind of okay right. underage at... in the program. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't I mean, 30.
6: I could be 21 or I could be 200, and I could be a you know a goblin. You're uh, ageless. A, you're just <laughs> ageless. Okay.
4: Yeah, I like, want yeah, yeah. to go back
2: in history. I want to go back to the. Rome Let's go history. to 21. So anyway, look. So um, uh, thank you, Switch, for that report. Were you at the end of the report? or Did we put a period yeah, at yeah, the so end yeah, of the sentence? I just
5: want to say that you can we can find out all about this in Stan Jordan's book, Silent Invasion. The pencil, oh, okay. bigfoot,
4: big, yeah, bigfoot case, Big yeah, the Bigfoot casebook, UFO, Bigfoot casebook. I
2: would I'd recommend like, anything that Stan Gordon writes. I'd like to make right.
4: a quick shout out. Stan Gordon, a uh, very good friend. When I was working in Western Pennsylvania and West Virginia, yes, him um, and I got to be uh, pretty friendly. We uh, communicated a lot. Uh, a lot of interesting things. I'd say that the uh, occurrences and the things that are happening there to this day. Rival the uh, mm-hmm. UFO Highway that you find in Nevada. It's, oh, a, right. it's, yeah, an, inter- yeah. it's an interesting. Uh, um, can I on the other end of the of the Magic uh, Yellow Brick Road of UFOs? Can I, uh,
2: can I share something with you, Coco? Uh, any, sure. anyway. He doesn't want to come. He doesn't want to come on the show.
4: He does want to come on the show.
2: No, I heard differently.
4: Well, I talked to him, and he wants to come on the show.
2: Really? Okay. Uh, let's let's get him on. Hi, uh, get him on. Let's see what happens. I have Switchy uh, handle it. I, I
5: spoke at his uh, Kexburg. Uh, yeah, Kexburg is ago. what. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I remember him for, and that's what we would talk to him about Kexburg, the Kexburg case, real real, you know, real quick. Something fell into the woods near Pittsburgh, like mid '60s. Uh, the army was joining on the spot, but um, there was also a radio reporter there that actually went in the woods and saw this thing before the army got there, and um, he started to do a uh, radio report about it. And um, the Army came and took this thing away. And then people came and basically got this radio reporter to change his story and to kind of go with their version of events. And that's how it turned out. And then um, a year later, this guy gets uh, you know killed in a mysterious hit and run in like Malibu Beach or something. But Stan wrote about that. And uh, it's really a fascinating case. There's a, there's a good chance that it was a um, Soyuz spacecraft, a Russian Absolutely. spacecraft. Because they, it said it, it was acorn shaped, and you look at a Soyuz spacecraft back then, and they were acorn shaped. But people also saw it; lots of people saw it change direction in the sky. So, and I don't think a Soyuz yeah, could do that. they
0: have something up at that time? And yeah, yeah, they were expecting something. They did. Something it came
2: to,
4: across yeah. Michigan. It's a, it's a great story.
0: Yeah. It had to be. It
2: uh, had And, had to be and Switchy
4: has been, uh, he's been the guest of honor at a couple of the gatherings. I, uh, I actually had visited the site got some great yeah. pictures. It's uh, a really good yeah. story. Yeah, It's guys, a great group of people around it as well. Uh, yeah. It's it, it's an interesting... Uh, well, we should get um,
2: Stan on the show. We should get him on the show. I will you work guys. on it. I just will personally work sun. on it. I'll put Joko on it. Hey, hey, listen, if you can't make it work, we'll put Jocko on it, okay? I'll <laughs> talk. They'll twist
3: this out okay, a little bit. Okay, you'll talk right? Okay. Yeah,
0: nice conversation.
2: Listen, so we're doing <laughs> UFOs and cops. What's what's our time there, JJ? You're driving the train tonight.
3: Uh, I mean, time left in the segment? We can just go on forever here practically
2: okay at the time i mean what are we at where are we at should we take a commercial break is uh, what i
3: should say yeah we're about 30 minutes in this
2: okay why don't we take a commercial break now uh you're listening to Mac Money's military exercise show here on the distant under radio network i just keep looking at uh, the mugshots, and i'm looking at this brady bunch we got to be a tv show we have to start videoing this right does it
0: use tubes
6: yeah how much is it to how much does it cost to put it on the YouTube? Are we
4: talking I don't about it free? Online.
7: Right?
6: They they just put it on.
4: Are those yes. worldwide web things?
6: On those the, the, the web, Internet. HTTP backlinks. You have, slash, you have back to edit
0: slash... it all. You got to the, edit the, the, the intranets. Oh,
6: yeah. you got to yeah. edit. We do it out.
0: live, baby. We just do it live. We can say anything.
2: No, no. no. Only you thing I y- want those to stay awake. <laughs> I really want this to go you as was is. A baby head there Why don't we do this? Why don't we take the filter X files? <laughs> yeah. We're probably going to take about four minutes out of this. So why don't we take a commercial break now? We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mill Tracks on show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network.
0: I was in the hospital with my son for 18 months. When he got injured, I wasn't prepared, but I knew I had to be strong.
6: When I was told about John's injury, I was in complete shock. I just remember rushing into his room and giving him a big hug and letting him know oh. I was there.
0: These veterans and families are just a few of the heroes we serve at Homes for Our Troops. For thousands of severely injured veterans, everyday life is filled with barriers.
3: Those really the, the little things throughout the house.
0: Counters that you can't roll up to. I had to drag my wheelchair down steps. I want to help, but he is so determined. At Homes for Our Troops, we build specially adapted custom homes with features like wheelchair access, roll-in showers, and automatic door openers that allow them to function independently and focus on their recovery and family. This house is freedom. It's hope. It's a new beginning.
6: This house has given me my family back.
0: To learn more, visit hfotusa.org.
2: Middle track style show, show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney, a.k.a. Macaron. Uh, let me just introduce very, very quickly the members of the gang. The very famous Juan Juan is here. Hello,
3: Matt. Welcome, everybody.
2: Spending a lot of time searching online for Rolling Stones underwear. And, right? I,
3: found, and I found some, too. You found Boxer some? Boxer okay, Briefs. Good for you. The long and the regular version. Yep. Huh. You know, they they got to be just right. They, they got to sizes, they gotta, they f- one size fit all. my package just right. So, you know, oh. I just can't wear anything.
2: Well, we have to cut a lot out of the show out. No, we don't. Why not a little? We have to more. cut that out. Uh, also joining us. is uh, all Raven's uh, fault, is, anyway. Uh, Bunker slash uh, penthouse. <laughs> uh Cobra. Go,
4: Glad to be on the wing. It's a compound. Compound. And what do you call the Rolling Stones commando version? Uh you I tell don't us. know. The nuts
6: and bolts. Oh. <laughs> the the twigs
4: changed. and berries. Twigs. <laughs> the wet berries. The what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's
3: the okay. let's spend the night together version.
2: Listen. Switching.
4: get no no those Kind of got <laughs> the limelight. Line, yeah.
2: Now, listen, swish. Hey, that, Cobra, you're switch. playing with fire switch. on that one. Switch consumes Just a shot a, away, my man, man. Just a shot away. <laughs>
3: well, what you Switch need now is an consumed, emotional rescue.
2: <laughs> Switch. Oh, Brown Switch. sugar. Switch. Are we go on all night? Switch. Can't you uh, hear me knocking? Uh, consumed an eighth of a bottle of wine tonight, so he's loaded. All right. Switchy, how you doing tonight? Do you get the munchies? I'm,
5: um, I, I took care of that earlier. Okay, All right.
2: okay. Cobra and, and I are doing dad. our own uh, sideshow here. The big breakfast, you had the big lunch because you're in a hurry, you didn't melt it. What'd you have for dinner? Why don't we go the whole night? Oh,
5: I had some stuff, uh, some leftover stuff, some uh stuff, uh, noodles, uh, chicken, and uh, <laughs> Pepto bismol <stuff.
2: It> was... <laughs> <laughs> You don't cook, right? The, 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 the missus, well, I, uh, I cook a little missus. bit, but
5: nothing. Uh, I mean, I would never invite people over and cook for them yeah, okay <laughs> if i wanted them to go you home. can't
2: throw spaghetti meatballs together you can't I, do that I, I, can, I can cook i
5: can cook hamburgers
2: okay that's a no we understand
5: i mean not in the microwave i can actually do it you know a in a, a, a pan on, on yeah but don't stove.
2: you cook you cook bacon in the microwave right you've done that in the past yeah that, that works better for me i, I can do Does it the go. other way but you know. Works. okay no must no fuss uh raven let's go to you the favorite good witch raven now, let me guess.
7: Hello.
2: I guess that you would make a good cop. At some point, you wanted to be a cop. Yeah. Right? Because you'd slap yeah. people around. You know, you'd, you'd oh, let yeah. them know what's going on. What? Can't yeah. do that. Now, let, me, let, let me answer this. Though. But are you a cook? Are you a cook? I'm going <laughs> to guess you are not a cook. No? no. <laughs> She's laughing. No?
6: Uh, when I have people over, I usually order something and really? pretend that I made it. Ordering it or- <laughs> I buy something that I literally just need to put in the oven and I yes. say, I made it. That's okay. all I
2: did. <laughs> that's okay. You know, you can get away with it. But that's good. Okay. So you're not yep. a cook. So, in, no. in, in, not to get too, uh, you know, off, uh, but uh, is your old man a cook? Is Mr. Larry a cook? No. No. Okay.
6: Um,
2: Mr. Raven. Okay. Uh,
6: no,
3: no. Mr. Raven.
6: <laughs> Listen. Mr. Raven is a cook.
2: Oh, really? No. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, you married well
3: hmm okay mm-hmm. all right that's good because
6: it's I did my when, research it's good I don't, someone, I don't want i don't want to lose her
2: <laughs> see, i can i can cook but lois won't let me cook that's the problem you know what i mean i
0: can hmm. I, something's I, up with I that do it baby just do it <laughs> you make yeah, me, like
6: I, a big mess and she doesn't want to clean it up
2: no i always clean stuff up but 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 it, it, it it's not made with the same kind of uh, you know attention to detail let's say
7: I, I,
4: okay. I, I can almost write a book on that just that
2: alone. But, you know what I mean? So it's just better to just say, hey, you know, if you want to do it, do it. But you know, but I, I know how to throw stuff together. What, what do you call I'm it? Again. A big I'm Mac? Smart. I'm smart. I'm not Good afraid skills, of it. Skills, Mac. You got a skills. Master yeah. chef. I'm a master you. Yeah, all yes. right. Let me let's uh introduce uh I'm smart. I'm a special guest of the night. Look at me, he's drinking uh, something. Jocko Johnson, Jocko, let's give him a hand, please.
3: Hey.
0: Okay, guys. Thank you. Thank you, very much. Appreciate it. Okay.
3: America's finest. How are you doing? Okay. Thank you for your service, Jacko. Yeah, very
0: good. Doing good. Okay.
2: All right. Ten years in the NYPD. Mm-hmm. You gave your, 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 your 10 years of your life.
0: Yeah, it is parts of me on an operating room floor someplace.
2: Hmm?
0: And then they <laughs> uh, told me to leave. Well wow. <laughs> uh, for me. I had no choice.
2: Well, you told me once so though you left at the right time.
0: Yeah, because I'd probably be in jail by now. <laughs> <laughs> <he in> jail? <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought it was the
2: right pension or something. No, 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 to... no, absolutely not.
0: Okay. <laughs> they make you go dead for like a year so they don't have to pay you because they average your last three years' salary. I,
2: uh, as you probably know, a good friend of mine is is was on the NYPD Blue and uh, NYPD, and he has told me stories. We won't talk about it now. I love But he talk has to... told me stories that are just like, wow, 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 wow. wow. shoot
0: him my email so he wants to chat? Or yeah. I'd love to talk to
2: him. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he used to say to me, "Go." um, They used to break up a lot of fights. You know, they're in uh, they're in Queens for a while, they're in the Bronx for a while, Mm -hmm. and um, and he says, "All you do is you you uh, you arrest the winner and you send the loser to to the hospital."
0: (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to be back. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Because if you come back, everybody loses.
2: Right? Yeah. Yeah. You you get that right. He also had a very elaborate TV set up in his patrol car so they could watch
0: Johnny Carson. Oh, day. yeah, I had that little know, TV. We had radios, everything. My partner was an old DJ, so he used to make tapes. Oh, yeah, really? Really? It's great. They yeah, had like a little satellite
2: dish on their car. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, I,
0: I think
2: be to it's something
0: funny about that. Okay. You know, the federal law requires that you have a AM radio in a police car. Okay. And the gut and the city didn't want to give us a radio because they thought, you know, we have the radio on, we couldn't listen to the police radio. So okay. they would pay extra to have them taken out.
2: You, you mean an AM radio, an AM yeah. radio. Right. Yeah. Okay, right. sure.
0: So then they realized afterwards that they were breaking the law. <laughs> okay. them, you know, they got wind of it. and They said, no, you can't take these out. You gotta leave them in the car. Yeah. And so they left them in there but who the hell was but, but,
2: why i know but 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 uh why would they why is it a lot that the cops have to listen
0: to AM AM, right? emergency broadcast yes. oh, 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 oh that's right okay oh, yeah okay, yep. yeah huh
2: said so, so, you emergency. ever listen to it did you ever listen to the radio as they're driving around no you're no. kidding me
0: no only no. The police radio mm-hmm. okay we had, television, we had radios we had cd boom box entertaining enough We'd pull over the side, we throw out the cardboard, little kids would do all the break dancing. You know, that was community, <laughs> They loved it. We let them do it on the hood of the car. Hey, it was we were we were
7: great.
2: yes yeah, this is what my friend told me, yeah. okay. He says that, you know, they at one point he was at a precinct. This is nothing to do with UFOs. And you know, they're on the Hudson River and they are the East River and they see a floater. Oh, so they would oh. just get like two guys with two long bamboo poles. Push get the poles. Chairs. And they just until it, yeah. it went down into another precinct, right?
0: <gasps> Absolutely. No!
6: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> if he's oh lucky, he didn't parse. Sometimes, they, you know, when they float is, and they yeah. become... A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
4: yeah. Call yeah. the Coast Guard to come, out, to come up. I, I, I uh, love those calls.
0: We handled our own stuff around the city. Yeah. Oh we had a large uh, boat, for us, boat for us.
2: When I was in high school, and I actually got a letter in high school for crew... Okay, ready? Yep. Crew. Crew. In yes. the Charles River. The river that they have seen them there. Sang the yeah. song about dirty water. Right. Right. And I, could... I wasn't on the crew of the crew at the time, but uh these guys they found a the dead guy floating in the water, and the first thing they did is went for this wallet. <laughs> <Were the> oh <cops laughs> my crew god. Guys? <laughs> no.
0: The cops or the crew guys?
2: <laughs> no, they had the dead guy.
0: They had to find
2: out who he was. <laughs> what well, they had to find out who he was. Yeah, this is uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm sure that's junior.
6: exactly why they went for the walk. At
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah, just, boss is gonna, the boss is going to show up and say, who is he? Got any idea yeah, on him? Yeah. Come on, Chief. Me hey, Mac, was that the
3: Emerson yes. College crew team or Not what? Me.
2: Excuse me, JJ
0: has a question. Go was, ahead, it,
3: was that the Emerson College crew team?
2: No, that's the Boston Technical High School oh, crew mm. team, yeah. I sank two boats in two years, <laughs> but I got my letter. I got my letter. That's all that counts.
0: Cobra, you could have used him in the military. Sank Did, boats. Yeah. You sank
3: other it's people's boats, other team's boats. Is that the is that No, the our
2: boats. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah. I got to get a picture like that, but I want the one with the bug head with you know, all the gizmos and the helmet they got. Can hmm. okay. you help me with that, Cobra? Cobra, baby. he
2: looks like he's doing the baby sleep now. Hey, listen, are you working on your report? You're going to do a report now on cops and UFOs, right?
4: Yeah, well, I have a particular one that we're going to feature. It has a lot of interesting angles. Okay. Um, I do want to add one thing, though. Please. It's funny that uh, both uh, Switch and myself, there seems to be like a a real apex, a real high water mark for police involvement in the 70s uh, with UFOs. I thought he was going to talk about his
2: hairdo. I thought you were going to talk about your haircut. Go ahead, please.
4: You no, know, there's nothing to talk about the haircut. Do it myself. Can I just ask you uh, before
2: you start your report, Raven? Could you just just look at Coco's haircut?
0: Us, uh, I think
6: it looks good. I think really? he did a, a fabulous job, and I think Switchy's hair looks great as well. Yeah, You
0: should see mine. Really? I got a, I got a ponytail going down the back of my neck. I got the look okay. going. in. You More got time. a
6: party going on back there. <laughs> no,
0: it's too long. <laughs> it's too lazy to get it done. Okay. Well, <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Coco. No, know,
4: nothing to be sorry about, Mac. Uh, now that so we've got my co, co- your appointment out yeah. of the way. Uh, That's
0: the regulation cut, man. It looks perfect. Yeah, he's squared yeah, away. Do he, shape. To do. he
6: He knows what he's doing, for sure. Coco, but, continue.
4: I, that, thank you, Raven. Uh, <laughs> it has the bad cop. I appreciate yeah, but it. but it looks like he missed a spot. I'm sorry.
7: it
0: It's a little gray, and it's a cow. Doesn't it look like he missed a spot up top there? No, or is it no, just me. It's gray and it's a cowlick. It's a zoom distortion. Oh, right there, you see, it's a cowlick. I got oh. a cowlick, too.
2: More than yeah, yeah. but most It
0: what it is. Fuck it. You know, my whole
3: life. Why do they oh, call there was it a, a cowlick? Right there.
2: Okay, here we go. Let's go. So, uh,
4: UFOs and state cops up in Maine. Right. Well, it's the uh, high watermark seems to be the 70s. Police involvement into the UFO phenomenon. It's just an observation. I remember uh, it seems to me a countless number of it. I think it's what we've talked about earlier that you have so many uh, uh, trained observers that you find within the police department. You find people reaching out to them when it comes up, it was featured in uh, close encounters. It was a big part of the uh, the part when the UFOs were being seen by so many people. So it's an interesting part, but it seems to me that that has dropped off and it specifically has dropped off in the last, uh, couple decades, um, changes of, I think, socially it goes on, people having cell phones, people making recordings and things of like that. So I just throw that in there. But this is October 27, 1975, uh, Loring Air Force Base, A interesting case uh, from a lot of angles, but since we're really focusing on law enforcement uh, as, a, as a role in this, the, uh, the main players for the Air Force are the 42nd Security Police Squadron, which are the are the are basically the policemen, uh, the law enforcement angle of the uh, Air Force. They're responsible for the security of the base, as well as all the other functions that would happen with a police department, but within the closed community of an Air Force base. It's also being a stack base. They have extra uh, duties that are involved with uh, special weapons that could or maybe were there, uh, not confirmed or denied that we're there. And they observe a aircraft, some kind of phenomenon that flies into the base, which is very unusual. And their reports are that it would be around 300 feet. It had some lights, uh, the the different parts of the report vary on what happened with those lights, what the colors were. And they it triggers a whole bunch of activity that goes on. The, uh, the Of course, the big interest was the fact that it would surround a nuclear storage facility that was at that time at since closed base. Next part that comes up with this is, the default is it must be a helicopter. And of course, they're very uh, concerned why an unauthorized aircraft is flying onto this base. And they go through and they're uh, trying to figure out uh, if there's any kind of air traffic control tracks that would uh, that align with it and it doesn't seem to appear. The interesting part is although trained observers, folks that are spending a lot of time uh, on the flight line for security, uh, you see the same thing that hand, happened in uh, Rendlesheim forest with the security police uh, have responded to the uh, lights that were seen there in the UK about uh, almost uh, 10 to uh, 12 years later. They they attribute it to a helicopter, but you don't hear a lot of reports about sounds uh, that would be associated with it. Because it's a SAC base, because it's the Cold War, we're really uh, still at a very uh, high pitch for the Cold War at this point. Lots of uh, reports go out, lots of calls go out, trying to determine if anyone else has uh, approached the base. We even reach out to Canadians. By my estimation, this particular case that occurred, starting on the twenty seventh, ran for approximately a week uh, of an activity. Um, we have the FBI involved, the main state police involved, the OSI, which is the uh, special investigatory branch of the uh, the Air Force. We have the uh, FBI that responds in some uh, degree, and you have a lot of activity all the way across the board, but it centers mainly on law enforcement to try to gain uh, some kind of measure of what the activity, what happened on. Right. And the reason that it's important, and I think Jocko could probably provide a really good understanding of this. One of the things besides being trained observers and usually selected for some kind of ability to have talented talent as well as refining the talent, law enforcement tends to make good records. They tend to put things down on yep. the paper. They tend to record things because that is the type of activity that they, that they engage in all the time for everything that goes on. Yep, everything from a you know a simple traffic stop all the way up to the point of something uh, that falls into this category. You got to write it up. You got to write it up. You got to make a record. You got to show where you were. You have to show who you spoke to. Uh, because it's it's critical the follow up to, to have, have, we have witnesses to and
2: names, writing
0: everything. But right, here's, you
2: know. But here's the thing, though. No. Let me ask you this, though, real quick. Who has jurisdiction over something, Loring Air Force Base? I mean, do they rely on the like the, the cops to look into this thing? Well, they can... well when no you when when it, happens, yeah, when it happens,
4: yeah, what happens within the confines of the base? Uh, the base takes uh, precedent uh, on activity, so let's say that you had a a civilian or a, uh, a guest that was on board and then they were involved in some kind of activity that the police would detain. The uh, security police would respond to that initially. And then usually there's some kind of a turnover to civilian authorities for that activity. In fact, that plays prominently in a number of incidents that occur out in area 51. So Mm -hmm. there's federal jurisdiction in the military uh, pretty quickly, once the uh, military, whatever uh, branch is involved, has uh, an apprehension or detainment, uh, then usually someone like the FBI will come in. and, and they,
0: they can't help run. themselves. They have to put their nose in places where it doesn't belong. So. Hmm.
4: And then well, you have, well, uh, 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 very right. well spoken. <laughs> uh, the other thing I find interesting about this particular case, uh, just really working into the, into the UFO, is everyone laughs. Latched on to this had to be a helicopter,
7: right? But as yes. I said, it always
4: comes up short that it didn't have the sign, the sounds that go with it. You know, right. most people, especially on a cold night in October, where Loring is at, is generally going to be a fairly crispy evening. Would hear the sounds of of a helicopter and be able to recognize that. And right. This this particular incident always lacks this, as in, and it doesn't seem to draw a lot of attention. The, Here's um, Here's a series of questions that were asked when it was researched. Uh, were they identified or traced? No. The overflights were never identified as helicopters. Unsuccessful attempts were made to trace it as, a, as as cited to be an aircraft. Right. Was it ever definitely established that there were helicopters or the assumption made up based on sound light? No, the helicopter assumption was based on the sound and light perceptions of witnesses. But yet, no one ever talked about the slap of a rotor blade, which is very distinctive or well, the sound of the tail rotor making any kind of noise? Right. Was there markings on the aircraft? No markings were identified. Did they appear to have any known type of helicopter? No. How is it possible the unidentified, excuse me, the unidentified aircraft can get inside the Air Force base without being detected? Well, that is not all that hard. Uh, flying into airspace, especially in a fairly remote base in the '70s, would not have been all that difficult. You okay. And they did not have helicopters available right there at Loring to uh, respond, to give chase to the intruder. Right. And it looks like it, it did when it retreated, it retreated towards Canada. And there was a lot of discussion about penetrating Canadian airspace and all of the things that would go on with that, which can have That's certain right. sensitivities, but also seems to be rather silly to me uh, with the that. kind of relationship we have with the Canadians today right. and even that. Right. But so there's a lot of interesting um, can, aspects.
2: Go ahead. All right. So, so, um, if I remember right, um that this is a, a, a subchapter a sub in uh UFOs in wartime. Yes, it is. Uh still uh, I mean on sale everywhere. Um and and the what the events in Loring were a part of a kind of a chain of events that went across the country, UFO sightings over our ICBM bases all the way to Colorado, right. Armstrong Air Force Base. And these things would and during that week, they would frequently happen all across the country. And they, they redacted the, um, they they did the report and they redacted, you know, um, if I remember right, because Parade Magazine actually did a story on this and they redacted what they were and they just, they just filled in the word helicopter. And as you say, it's like helicopters, you can hear a helicopter coming five miles away. I mean, and if the thing is hovering over you, you can't talk. It's just that loud. And um, no one ever reports, you know, a sound from these things. It's just, it's just something they had to kind of put in there. This is in Peter Jennings, you know, RIP, um, a couple of years before he died, he did a, a, a special, I think it was three hours long, UFOs, what are they or something. And he mm-hmm. devoted a lot of time to this, you know, and and really kind of look into it, you know, what what's going on here? It's not the Russians. The Russians don't have the technology to do what we're talking about here. And um, uh, so what was it? You know, it's, it's not our own intelligence services because I don't think that they would do it in a string, you know, to four or five bases every night for a week. Halloween week, I think maybe one of them was, uh, you know, just I don't think they do it like that. I think they do it one at a time. I just don't think they'd. You know, well, knowing how much money we've in.
4: spent on the technology to make quiet helicopters, And I'm sure that right. uh, our opposing forces uh, have it evolved. And mm-hmm. when you do those kinds of things. Types of uh, helicopters either a stealth in their radar signature or stealth in their their oral signature that comes out of the uh, oral systems. You you, right. you make a lot of compromises on capability and 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 what is uh, how it's going to work. This particular uh, incident also has uh, corresponding uh, events at Brunswick Naval Air Station. Yes, all across Maine um, to date. Uh, you know my my great uh, passion for the triangle aircraft that are seen over the state of Maine. We, we get reports of it all the time,
7: mm-hmm.
4: and it, it, you know some of the most uh, accurate uh, or compelling reporting are young uh, folks that look up and see the stars blocked out in the shape of a triangle, and they talk about it, and they'll they'll bring an adult uh, okay. into the into the attention to see that, and it looks like it's a refueling track. And if it's part of the the world, you can see that fairly often. And we talked about Ross earlier in the show. Ross and I are convinced that uh, the aircraft, some of the uh, activity that's here is setting up for a jump over the, uh, the pond to go into England. And we're convinced that in one of the bases that's supposed to be closed in Britain, that's where they were recovered. But this one doesn't fit those kinds of, uh, uh, those kinds of uh, synopsis or those kinds of conclusions because this repeats over a number of times. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police are involved. They're asked. You uh, talked about the other places, So, all the security forces have been alerted. It tends to center around possible nuke uh, stockpiles or weapons uh, right. depots where these are at. And we seem to have attention at it. Okay. These, what uh, all, well, so we what take, always go ahead. No, you go. What always amazes me is that none of these aircraft or these, if it occurred, it's not part of the record, uh, were never engaged in any way to be shot at. Uh-huh. Funny uh, it, To me, that's always been amazing to me that that hasn't happened. And I think back to around the same period, not a UFO event, disgruntled national guard member who flew a helicopter and, and landed it on the, uh, the, the lawn of the white house. Yep. He was engaged by a number of small arms from the secret service. Okay. After that, they decided it would probably be a good idea to probably put something like a Stinger or some kind of associated man pad, uh, man launched missile uh, system to protect the White House. But up yep. to that point, no one had that capability at the White House. And it amazes me to some extent that we didn't have that kind of capability ready to protect mm-hmm. a nuclear uh, arsenal okay. that is sitting in bunkers. It just I, it, it, it amazes
2: But two questions, okay? Two questions. First of all, um, and I agree with you but the thing is is that for you to put i mean what we're talking about is um, the icBM bases like out in the mid part of our country there are like hundreds of these things these missile silos that are out in the middle of nowhere and they're not even manned they're you know controlled electronically I think for every 10 silos you have like a manned kind of you know um, control uh, house but how could you put, you know, how can you, po- I mean, this is
4: what these Well, it, Matt, how- there's a huge difference between the, an ICBM in its silo with a hardened cover on that. Right. And when you have dug out a bunker, covered it with, you know, after you pour your concrete and steel and cover those, those sit above the ground. Right. And you're on a base that usually means it has aircraft, which are extremely susceptible to sitting, you know, when they're sitting out on a ramp or if they're even in, in a open, uh, Okay. Uh, anger facility that you don't have the capability to protect them for an intruder that flies into the airspace.
2: No, but uh, what I'm saying is you can't put like SAM missiles at every No, but every you can you
4: can, have, you can have you can have stingers which are uh man portable the Army has uh you know People that the, the soldiers that are ready to carry it—it's not that complex of a system. Yeah, but you know what? to do, do it automatically mean?
2: You do it automatically because you, you're not going to have two soldiers sit out at every missile silo. No, but you soldiers. have
4: people that are patrolling all the time with M16s and sidearms. How they cannot carry and and the riot uh, shotgun? How they cannot carry a sim system? Mm-hmm. Well, so that right. kind of and, uh, no. All right, let's, let me let me say uh, I'll see the argument to you. You're correct. Go ahead. After the second night. That this is going on. Yeah, true. Why haven't you changed your status? Right. Why haven't you said, okay, so what we are you definitely saying? have a problem here? They you should have engaged it. Are
2: you saying that there are, they are our intelligence forces and they were told not to fire on them?
4: I are don't just... know. I, I'm not drawing any conclusion. I just don't understand why it didn't change. And I'm going to bring that to something that's happened currently. You showed pictures of the Navy ships being swarmed by these sure interesting UAPs not. all over the Pacific Ocean, all over the Atlantic, and right. the ships don't engage doesn't make any sense to me why you that? don't you don't engage because it's our stuff and you're told to stand down and that's not part of the story or i i just cannot believe that you have shipped to the line bases that carried dukes back in the 70s that we yep. weren't protecting them i agree it, with it you. just doesn't make sense to me it yep. has to I agree. be ordered, and, that story
0: and guys you don't even need them to be manned i mean you could have a system set up by the you know they're probably carrying b61 freefall nukes in these bunkers wow and you have a system put up there where it's a box and it has the stingers or the sidewinders whatever the naval version would be that Go you know, set them up on land and they're controlled in a tower or on a bunker somewhere by somebody with a radar you know in the 70s you know
4: thing, got, right? in the 70s i don't think that, that was probably as problem. yeah we're talking about the 60s yeah, and the 70s but you know mean,
0: there were 50 caliber machine guns that were right. available yeah. Uh, are you talking Nike Hercules stuff? They, but here's the thing, things? though. You know what? But, but, but Coco makes a good
2: point, and and this is it: is that you know, I mean, I have written about this, but the whole ICBM flat and, uh, flap flapping. This went on for years and years, where you know they would build a new ICBM silo, and there'd be UFOs over it, and there's just stories mm-hmm. upon stories about these things flying over and turning off the aiming systems and the power right. and all that right. kind of stuff. But you never hear a story about us engaging them ever. You never hear of us shooting at them. That's a really good point.
0: Could it be that we were testing them ourselves? You know, I mean, oh, something. So, sure. What yeah. do you think about the tr? You know, the triangles? Do you think they're ours? Absolutely. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I, no I I doubt, do don't, so, doubt in my so mind. I do too. in my mind. So we're not. We're not ever going to shoot at those. Now that no. time and period of time, were they flying those Comanches testing them? Old R-A-H, what was it? The number? Not in the seventies.
4: The uh, Comanche okay. came in the eighties. Uh, that was uh, that's a project of the eighties. Uh,
0: yeah, you may thinking be thinking of the Cheyenne. Advanced.
4: You might be thinking of the Cheyenne, but the Cheyenne, not enough numbers to ever be around. And again, okay. the sound so, yeah. that comes out of these aircraft is right. distinctive. Because yeah, you yeah, got yeah, you yeah.
0: gotta know it's out of stuff, if you're not going to shoot it. I yeah. would think. Well, that's a, yeah, how, but how how you would think did someone think? Would come out, someone would come out and say,
2: "Well, we were told not to shoot at this stuff." And haven't. Let me just, uh, I'm going to ask JJ a question. Okay. We need an update on his Rolling Stones underwear. JJ, please.
7: <laughs>
3: I, I haven't pulled the trigger on any of them yet. But okay. I, I've, Are you looking? I've, you're shopping? Uh, Bookmark. Go the, buy yep, right now. I've Pull got it right trigger. here on my that iPad.
4: Could the, that could be the title of the next hit. Song. He's going over go the sizes. Him. He's going over the
2: different sizes.
0: Let's all go get him so he can't. Let's get the small
3: Actually, size. it's reasonably, okay. reasonably priced. Yeah, yeah, it turns I, out I need the underwear. He needs the
0: small Mac.
2: Oh, wow. You yeah. said a
3: not me. And I think that they're suitable to wear as outerwear, too, not just underwear. Really? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah
2: wear it on the outside of your tights. Wear on the outside <laughs> of your tights. Great. We'll meet so. you there. We'll meet you there, okay? <laughs> outside of your
4: tights, JJ. That is you, baby. Yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> Raven, are you throwing up in your a little bit? I just
2: mouth?
3: want,
7: yeah. <laughs> I was something.
6: I, I, I mean, technically, I guess anything could be wear weird worn as outerwear. Yep. Go ahead. If if you really try, then really, yeah, yeah, sure.
3: Okay. It's the effort that counts.
6: Now, what what's acceptable and you know
3: anything goes know the these days, right? Can I ask you know that? a
2: question? Is the is the is the cat still snoozing during the show? The cat has been asleep for an hour and a half yeah. of the show.
3: The cat is so yep. cute. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's All right. That's like hours She's with just that. chilling. We're doing that job. Okay. So anyway, so uh, Juan, can we uh, get a little timeline on this? Uh, What are you
3: saying? Let's see. We got uh, 2.32 into it. We're uh, 31 minutes into the segment. (laughs) Okay. We got a uh, 48-minute window.
2: 48? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got another 15 minutes or so, give or take? Okay. Super duper. Uh, So anyway, so uh, Jocko, let's go to you. Yes, sir.
0: Um. What's the name of the town you live in, please? He's, just he's not liberty to say. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, name this on the air. No. Yeah. Is it? Oh no! I just well, to say South, a, South Carolina. Let's keep it uh, under the covers. Yeah. But let me ask you this though:
2: How can you go from New York City? Did you live in the city? Where did you live when you, where you were serving? In uh, In Brooklyn. In, you lot. were living in Brooklyn, so you go from Brooklyn to. <laughs> isn't
0: that a Isn't that a big change? Yeah, but it was a welcome one. I understand. I was like, you know, burnt out, boy. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: Okay, things are slower down there.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you Kidding me? Okay. Well, how can they it's not? Like water and molasses. Okay. <laughs> don't you?
2: But don't you miss the action? Don't you miss the?
0: Well, the first couple months we had trouble like even sleeping without all the gunfire and the sirens and stuff. Okay. Yes. The, so, know, the noise was the noise was loud. Loud. Right. Enough. The noise was too loud, and then yeah, uh, yeah. get used to it. But no, I mean, there's enough going on. Okay. I saw sure enough because I was involved in it too down here. So it wasn't
2: like I missed a lot. <laughs> I, I missed uh,
0: food. I missed the things being open 24-7. Yeah, you ain't kidding,
2: man. You know, I missed that kind of stuff. I, I lived for little I lived for about six months in New York City, okay, on West Sixty Eighth Street. Uh right on the uh, right on the park, okay. And kind of down, down the down the street from far. where Rod John Lennon got shot. Mm-hmm. And I would lay in bed at night you know, and the windows were open, and I would hear, you know, pop, 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 and i think, oh, you know, mm-hmm. someone's just, uh, you know, not fireworks, but it's, like, every night, no. pop, 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 I mean, like, what are all with the fireworks there, you know, and I realized that I lived on the oh. near central oh, Park. You sweet. know,
0: one of my big things was, <laughs> I, I, I lived on a road where, on the street, where it was one of the main thoroughfares back to this task force base where I were. Okay. And the you know, uh, the precinct also had a you know, you had to get down this way to get to the local precinct. And the guys all knew, you know, that I lived there. Yep. So, you know, we'd keep any eye on each other's houses, Right, We knew where you all lived. Yep. And uh every time they come by the street, burp, burp, you know, that yelp and whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time every the middle siren, of yeah. night, you know, <laughs> in the middle of the night, you know, it's like I just got used to it, I guess. Yeah. I could I could tell the difference between the smell of like the diesel bus. A regular car, the truck, you know, like, what wow. were, you could smell it. It's know what it was. Yeah. Wow.
2: You know, you're right about New York City. There's one thing about New York City is that the food is always really kind of good, you know, no matter oh, where you go. No best. matter what time you get yeah, it to. Yeah. yeah, like delis and stuff. I was in oh, a deli once and a guy in the went... Other. A guy in front of me wanted to have a uh, a pastrami sandwich with mayonnaise on it. The guy wouldn't oh, make man. it for him. He says, "There's no way." Kick yeah, he said, "Get out!" No way, kicked him out of the store. Right?
0: It's against the law. As yeah, a matter of fact, law, yeah. uh, for Father's Day, my family uh, got me a like a cat package thing. Way I don't know if you you know about Cat's Deli in New York City. Oh yeah, sure, Cats, Yeah. So yeah, they have. I mean, we used to go there. You know, on the job all the time. And so what we did was they ordered it, and we had like a dinner for like five or something. And all of us came over, we all ate it. Stew, corned beef, the conditions, matzo yeah. ball soup, the yeah, rye yeah. bread from New York, the pitches rye, you know. And yeah. Ah, it was great. Excellent. Pickles, we used to go the whole thing. We used to
2: go to the Stage Deli. All right, I'd go oh, there yeah, for yeah, lunch a man. lot of business lunches, In and man, too. they would give you a sandwich that was oh, yeah. like a it's it's like a <laughs> foot high. Ridiculous. It's unbelievable, but they have all that food, that matzo ball soup and all that oh, jazz, man. you know.
0: And you you go into cats and they, they give you a ticket, right? And so they'll write on each ticket. And they got these guys that they're all from Europe, like right, these East Europeans, you know, and they and they just know this is what they do, you know. Yes. They have like holsters with their knives in them, you know. <laughs> they'll go back to the steamer because the guy's coming out like with a Cut cart yeah. filled with these giant pots with all the pastrami and the corned beef, and they throw it in the steamer and the hmm. guy will whip it out. And <laughs> cuts it by hand you know yeah yeah yeah. and he takes a little dish and he puts a few pieces he puts it on the counter and if you like it now i like it a little lean i want it more fat whatever yeah you throw a fiver up there now you know five forget yeah. it he'll make you a sandwich like this yeah he'll yeah 14 people you know yep the more you throw them the bigger it gets oh man i would take so many of those stage set.
2: jelly sandwiches home on the train with me you know, halfway, I'm just like smelling these things. I just want to eat them. They're just so good. Ah, so good. Please, Sounds like a, like a road I trip. Know,
0: Is it still like that? The fish, with the dogs were the best. The eggs, yeah. bacon, and eggs, and any diner you, yeah, know? Yeah, you yeah. have, like Italian sausage sized mm. breakfast sauce. Mm. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah I had a lot of fun done in pizza. New York City in the in the go go 80s. <laughs> yes.
0: Would I, I would just, I'll tell up. you that, uh, you
2: Raven didn't and I, Raven and I's father, we were in the same business. We and uh, I'm sure he went down to New York City a lot, but I would go down to New York City,
0: Max, and get uh, on, back then? You? on
2: GE's dime. And I'll tell you, baby, to be down there on someone else's dime is is yeah. the cat's meow. It really yeah. is. Uh, we had Master Shield
0: back then. So. Oh, Master Shield. Okay. Did you
2: guys uh, did you ever get locked up back then
0: in the '80s? Because I'm gonna, I don't know. <laughs>
3: Locked up? Locked um, up for
0: what? No, not exactly. A little <laughs> discount summons or no. Or, or should day. you have been
5: locked up? I,
7: I
2: think, probably let him. I probably let switchy, him go. I
0: would have liked him. Yeah, there's a lot of switchy. there's a
2: lot of instances where you, you know. Depend, I would have you know. liked you, Mac. I would let you go. Really? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cops <laughs> uh, if cops don't usually like the way I look, though. Cops usually uh, kind of tend to slap uh, me around.
0: If you're running around the street half drunk, I, I could, you know, actually <laughs> like. <you>. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Half drunk. Okay. All right. No, I never had any trouble with the New York cops because uh, usually when I was out there, my friend, the New York cop, cop was with me, you know, but, but I'll, see, I'll tell you one thing though. We were walking down the street once we're on 8th Avenue, right? We've just come from a rib joint and there's these like two guys sitting on a wall you're called Wiley's a, ribs <clears throat> at a corner. Yeah, I think it was Wiley's strip, <laughs> I had ribs. I have my batch up on here. Really? Yeah, it's a great place.
0: <laughs> so anyway, oh, I think the Chinese to- guy owns it. So they, not, yeah, like, that's the place. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah,
2: yes. It Holy cow. So these two guys are sitting there and this <laughs> and this cab like kind of screeches up beside them. And my friend the, the Cop goes, watch this. And these guys jump out of the cab and they start beating Street the crap crime. these. Yeah. Street crime <laughs> Yeah, crime? yeah, yeah. They were cops designs as taxi cab drivers and they start beating these mm-hmm. two guys and arrest them and off they go. That was me.
0: I was like, okay, there you go. That was me at one time. It was all yeah, over livery, in about thirty, livery 30 caps. seconds. Livery camps, because when we patrolled, the yellow taxis wouldn't pick anybody up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. New York City. It's changed a lot there, my friend. You know, but
0: but you see how you said, like you know, you almost knew that you didn't want to act up there because you knew no. what would happen, right? Right. And that's gone today, and that's why you have the problems. We have. You think so? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. because the police don't rule the streets for the good people anymore.
2: Well, my friend, uh, his last last week on the job, he was in uh, anti-crime, they call it, I guess, anti-crime. So they're chasing this guy and um, chasing him through the streets of Queens or someplace. And and he finally crashes his car. And he's with an old veteran, probably like you. And the veteran says to him, after they finally get the guy kind of under control, he goes, now for the beating."
0: No, what are you (laughs) talking about? Never. that's it's just a just just a story, who knows? I heard guys would tell stories about that. That you know, you run, you're only gonna go to jail tired and bleeding. So (laughs) I don't know if that's true or not.
2: Never Uh, run, yes, right. Never run and don't give them any back talk. And that's you know you
0: you know, understand. Figure it out later. later. Mm
2: -hmm. Raven, have you ever been arrested, Raven?
0: I haven't
6: been arrested, but I've been pulled over like six times. (laughs)
2: Yeah, you know, but I've you, never you know gotten,
6: I've, I've never gotten a ticket.
7: I've, I've, never <laughs> I've seen that whole scene, convicted, I'm out, okay. never convicted.
0: But here we go. <laughs> never gotten red, red a ticket. Red sports car. Red sports car. Let's put some music no, I was, for this.
6: I was okay. in a, uh, so three of the times I was in a, a red blazer, and the other three I was in a yellow
0: <laughs> piece of crap.
4: Yeah, okay. you deserve a ticket for driving anything yellow. Yes. Go ahead. Yes, right.
0: City, yes, city, city ordinances about cars falling apart. Did you did you talk to the cop
2: himself, or were you just did you just sit there and cry?
6: No, I actually. The, so the first time I was ever pulled over, I was um, late to my my uh, shift. This is like twelve years ago when I Go worked ahead. at.
2: Uh, when you were like a 13, a so 13. you were driving a car I, was, and, yeah, when I
4: was 13,
6: yeah. <laughs> and when did uh,
2: they pull you over?
7: And
6: I was I was heading to work at. At a national coffee uh uh shop establishment
7: yes okay go ahead
6: establishment Yes. and the i was doing 85 and a 55 because i was super late okay and i got pulled over by a statey that is late okay yeah and he um he saw my my uh polo that i had on that you know clearly i was going to work at this donut establishment
0: ah you're right and he was like Yep. He's
6: like, go ahead, sweetie. He's like, just don't do it again. And I was right. like, you got it.
4: So you're going but to I did to it again. <laughs> see, so, uh, I, I, I smack, right. Mac, go I ahead. need to throw a quick story in. Go ahead. A million years ago, stationed in uh, New Orleans, I see a police officer collapse. I, uh, uh, he was chasing a uh, suspect okay. uh, along the uh, Mississippi River. He collapsed. What had happened is he was wounded in the apprehension and yeah. he passed out from his wounds. We flew him immediately to the hospital. Okay. After that, I could have killed someone in New Orleans because I had uh, brought this police officer to a, a hospital direct with the uh, with the helicopter. I could have killed somebody, and they would have said, okay, let's get his side of the story. I could have been guilty as sin, but... <laughs> so, my then uh, wife was working on the other side <laughs> of the bank. She gets pulled over one morning going my then uh, raven level speeds of activity <laughs> and she did not work at a coffee shop but she thought her way to get yeah. out of this was possibly to hike up her skirt a little bit oh. while she's getting uh in Come there my. just to try to and she that comes to work get he any. comes back he goes back with her license he goes back with the license and says is your husband a lieutenant in the coast guard she says yes Please don't speed, ma'am, and hands with the
2: license. And drive <laughs> was it the skirt of you or both?
4: We it was me. Everything. It had nothing it to do with the skirt. And she was so <laughs> pissed off that a, a skirt didn't work. The skirt <laughs> works. Hold on. The
6: skirt works. We We're getting worried.
4: And the skirt we works.
3: Okay.
2: Because
6: routine. on a different occasion,
3: yes, I... <laughs> Here Tell comes us. the big Tell story. Yes. The big yes. story. I had a
6: skirt on. And I had like a v neck on. I was yeah. like partying and yeah. I was heading home. And I. Got pulled over, and the cop came up, and I hiked it up, you know,
0: like, oh, Very bad. Very a little
4: bad. bit. Oh, okay. The Rolling hang Stones on. underwear level—is that what we're saying? The, hang on, the the Rolling Jocko.
6: Stones underwear was was hanging out, and he was like, "Okay, don't speed anymore," and I was like, "Okay,", okay. and then I did it again. <laughs> okay,
0: still haven't gotten a ticket. Still haven't gotten a ticket. Okay, it's a mystery. I just Jocko. keep
6: getting a slap on the wrist. <laughs>
0: yeah, I have no idea how she does it. I
2: don't know. know. <laughs> uh, listen, Juan, Juan. Let me ask you, Juan. Yeah, uh, how we doing time-wise, there, buddy? Uh,
3: four minutes left.
2: Four minutes left. So why don't we uh, bring the? Oh, I I should I should make give it three no now because Switch is showing the image of the train wreck. Thank you, yeah, Switch. All right, so uh, Jocko, let's uh, say thank you. Thank you. To you first, you okay? Everybody. Great to be here. Uh, You're gonna let's hang, see you, Jocko. You're going to hang with us, though, right, Jocko? Yes, sir. After the show's over. Okay. Thank you for joining us. You have your NYPD hat on. Okay. And you got the... What's that?
0: My hair's down to my toes.
2: Is that a Motley Crue t-shirt you have on tonight? You're into the Motley?
0: M1 Abrams tank, baby. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) That's my my backup (laughs) gun. Okay. Okay.
2: I'll send you a book about the Abrams uh, tank someday, Okay. Yeah, I'll be waiting. It's a book that. uh, <laughs> uh
4: no, 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 no. No, oh, no. that oh, that's <laughs> gonna leave a mark. That, no, Sorry, that, that, man. that was he just
0: ran from the cop. Wait, hey, how and he that? caught up
4: with you. Yeah. That's yeah, what cow. that was. Can't beat, it.
0: can't beat it.
2: Max. I sent you my address again. I have your address. I sent you pins. Didn't you get the pins there? I
0: know, but you asked me ten times. <laughs> hey, wow. <coughs> Call the note. Call the note, my boy. Thank yeah. you, Jocko, I, I, for joining I, I, us. Hey, thank you. I was showing you how to him up here. Look, I got it.
2: There you go. Yeah, I got it on the, the flag pants. too.
0: See, it's up on the flag too.
2: Spread them around. Spread I them. Am. Around. I yeah. Coco, I'm going to go to you next. Thank you for joining us. Haircut As and always, all. Sir, uh,
4: thank you for being on the wing.
2: Haircut and all. Yeah, okay. thank you, Cobra. Alright. What's the What's Mrs. Uh, Cobra think of that haircut? I'm just curious. Oh, she's
4: she's satisfied. With
2: it. Okay with it. Satisfied with it. Okay, I understand. Did she say it's okay? It's fine.
4: No, she said, "Look good." So, uh, oh, that's that's, good. that's that's all uh right. you know not dangerous territory, but you know.
2: Okay, all right. Be careful, though. Be <laughs> we, careful. We know. Oh
4: yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm I'm flirting. There's no okay.
2: doubt about it. All right. Okay. Uh, Switch. I'm going to you next. Okay. Yes. All right. You're going to hang with us, though. Do you want to hear the fake ad? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Switch, for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it.
5: It was my pleasure.
2: And uh, you're going to send a bill from Denny's to the show? You want to uh, have the show pay for
4: it? Yeah, no, no, I'm no, wait. When you get your military discount, he's willing yeah. to jump in. I, I love uh, that.
5: I'm going to wait for some of that uh, that beefsteak, uh, eggs <laughs> with gravy, <laughs> okay. and uh, you know, two sausage, two bacon, toast, orange a, juice, you know.
2: Let him go on, folks. It's better than uh, like a, a surf and turf where he's going to get a, a porterhouse and a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> That's 150 bucks.
0: I think I Thank need you switch, switch to be my partner on this thing. Thank you,
2: Switch. I could see Jocko and Switch being like a a team, a, you know, a, a, a cop team. We could have our own
5: theme music, our yes. own TV show. Yes, music. He's got the okay. theme music.
6: He already has the theme music. There you go. Okay. And you guys can like apprehend someone and then go to like, dinner. It should be something
4: like a variation of a five o. Go to dinner. Uh, and
5: Raven could be like the chick in at the at uh, the office.
4: Yes. Pardon me? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah.
5: Always always late to the office and, That's and always okay. speeding. But she no works for she yep. works for the police, so she gets <laughs> okay. out of the
0: ticket. I work
6: for the police, so I'm like, here's my bed. I'm
5: late. <laughs>
0: oh wow police uh assistant the office that's right the pa pa okay time the for the plug it's
2: coming the night for us to say farewell to you Raven. okay
6: thank you so much for having me This is so much fun
2: thank you and your bun uh, for joining us tonight
6: my bun is so happy to be a part of the formation okay. <laughs> as as coco says tell so friday the, the cat. bun is officially part of it friday yeah. is
2: friday is still sleeping uh oh. Okay. Oh,
6: Uh-oh. she's on my desk.
2: On oh, on the desk. Okay. Well, she's my my great. other desk. Okay. Join the books and also tell Scotch we said hey. Okay, Scotch and Wanda.
6: right will tell uh, Scotch she said hey. Uh,
2: thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you very soon. And uh, so one one time for the uh, plugs is that time where for the are we plugs. At? Yep. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, Homefront Troops. Homes for our Troops is a military charity. Uh, please Google them or um, go online and visit Homes for Our Troops. What they do is that they uh, build houses for Afghani and also Iraqi war veterans who uh, may have lost a limb in the service of our country. And they um, they put together these houses for them that just make it a little bit easier for them to get around wider staircases, wider hallways, things like that. And um, and then when they complete, they give them the keys. No mortgages, nothing. They deserve it. Homes for our troops. Okay. Just go online, Google Homes for our troops. They give 88 cents to every dollar uh, go to our veterans. And that's a very, very high uh, amount of money, you know, in the charity world. Okay. Homes for our troops. Also, a good friend, Rosh Sharp, uh, the Mosquito, the People's Mosquito Project. Rosh and his mad Englishman friends are putting together, putting back together a uh, wall plane from uh, World War II called the Mosquito. Uh, at the time, the British were running out of steel, so they made this of wood. Only the Brits would do this and put two Rolls-Royce engines on it. And it turned out to be the fastest airplane in World War II for about two and a half years. It was so fast, sometimes they didn't put machine guns on it because, one, one.
3: Because they were able to outrun the bullets, believe it or not. Outrun right? the
2: bullets. It was a <laughs> uh, Please uh, Google yeah. them and uh, throw them a couple of... Uh, Couple bucks if you can, and I think that's it for the uh, for the plugs, right, wanting yeah, Oh, right. and thank you to everyone. I'll say uh, that the winners' name again. Winners' names, in uh, the uh, World War II trivia contest, uh, Susan Capola, Capoli. I hope Vic Gaines, Allison Spinelli, they were the runner runners up, and they're going to uh, receive a free copy of the very groovy new Clue game, uh, courtesy of Winning Moves WinningMoves dot and also, our, uh, our uh, grand prize winner, let's give him a round of applause. Covert Man.
4: Mr. Cover.
2: Covert Mr. Cover from, from the UK. Won, uh, the Risk in Europe grand prize. Mm. And uh, that'll be going out, all the prizes are going out to our lucky uh, winners tonight and um, uh, very soon. So, uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you, 1 1. Thank you, everyone, the entire gang, for joining us tonight. Thank you for downloading us. We're up to 60,000 downloads still kind of head spinning, but, and, uh, also, also our friends out there in the network. So, uh, this is Mac Maloney for the entire gang until
7: the next time you hear us be safe, be happy. And bye-bye.